I got an old blue car and it looks pretty good I took out the back seat so I could haul firewood I use it for accounts in my room downstairs Ain't got no furniture, no table or chairs But I got an old blue car Blue car? Yeah. Anyone's really never heard that good. song, go to the old blue car, Dick Twang band. <laughs> <laughs> looks pretty good. Yes, you look pretty good. Speaking of, the, speaking of the old blue car, ever since we got back from Mexico, I've been rallying the old blue car. So, you know, the taxi drivers down there are nuts. Uh, Just like rallying. Oh. So I, my uh, little backstory on the old blue car, she's an 05 Mazda 3. Wiring harness is cooked in it, so I have no radio. No, the horn don't work, power locks don't work. So I'm just like, I got my headphones in. I'm just rallying. And I'm like, anytime <laughs> someone cuts me off, I just like lay on the horn, but the horn don't work. So I just like, it just sounds like I'm just rallying. Just laying down some heat. You got to get a train horn in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be nice to have a horn at You made train horn. I think you should just hit people. <laughs> got no just horn. Just down. I have no warning. No uh, she's got dents all over. She's rusting apart. No one would know as me. Just yeah, just hit them. Like you got to wrap the front end in something and just yeah, give them a little like. There's no point in wrapping the front end of that car. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I was younger, when I first started driving, like you know, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a guy that's got a bit of a temper, and yeah. I just thought it would be brilliant if we all had like rubber bumpers. And we could just hit each other. Just like, bumper cars. Bumper yeah, cars. Like, like real world bumper cars. If somebody pisses you off, just. It's possible. Some serious yeah. Very ugly, but it's possible. There, but... Like yeah, the guys with the holy rock armored trucks, just yeah. no scratches on well, them. That's why I thought about doing to the old blue car. I would put it, uh, just do a full rock guard on it. But, There's an idea. But yeah. I think it's too, it's too rusted. There's no point. When I was, uh, actually, when, right when I first started driving, I got in a head on collision in a back alley in Crossfield, actually. Um, I was like, my dad bought this new Honda Civic for me and, uh, I was just, I was basically learning standard and I was drifting around this corner, which was a complete blind corner. And I came around and grabbed the fucking handbrake and there was a truck coming the other way and I pile drove this truck. <laughs> I, I haven't told my parents this story, uh, but I remember me, it was behind my buddy's house and me and my buddy were in the car. We we're like, Oh shit. It's like 16. <laughs> Thankfully, the guy was a good sport. He had a big bumper on his truck. There was no damage. He, he had a, he had one of those. Uh, uh, what do they call them? He had the Longhorn. Long, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Bambi Bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and if you wanted a nice first impression of Nate, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show, Nate. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Introducing our guests, we got Nate Dog, uh, Nathan Simpson, and Sam Medge, or the Mahoogie. Yeah. What do you call? What you call him the other day? The Mahoogie Gobbler. The Mahoogie Gobbler. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's a nickname that needs Pull to your, uh, <laughs> where, where did that come from? Uh, that came from, I think it was from Spencer back in the day. It's no, it's it actually from. Wyatt Ferris. Oh, yeah. Out of all people, he just started calling him the Hoogie Gobbler for some reason. I thought it was hilarious, and it's just it's just stuck. It's not bad. Yeah, you can use like these things on the side to tighten her up. She's a little, oh, probably a little loose. Get her nice and close. to hold your drink. Nice and close. Yeah, yeah pull yeah. that bitch up. Yeah. There we go. There's a little bit of slop in the bus. Well, we got some go. kind of fancy now engineering going on today. tonight out of Jared, building a double boom yeah, life we got set a, last We minute. got a double boomer. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the code. Check, check, uh, that better? Quick, yeah, much better. That's, that's a bit good. better, yeah. Quick little bit of welding. and Oh, this guy. Rock and roll. Yeah, we're talking. 
Yeah, this is a full-on operation down here. It is. We're, we're full. We could, like, almost be professionals yeah. at this. <laughs> can't, can't swing a dead cow without hitting a cord in this basement, though. There's a lot of shit going on here. <laughs> we, yeah, like, have a lot of, we have a lot of cables yeah, going yeah, under the knees. This is an OCD too. nightmare with all the cables. Oh, but. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like our, our old setup was a little easier to work around, but. Yeah. No, this works. This is cozy. Yeah. No, it's nice cozy. and cozy. I like it. Yeah, I love it. The sectional yeah. is nice and comfy, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is a Riley and Tam's old coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need, like, uh... <laughs> oh, I don't even want to know what's happening on this coach, but... <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. Let's move it upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Shut her down. Let's yeah. start over. Oh, man. <laughs> so, how's everybody back on the day-to-day grind? Back grinding, You're literally. literally grinding these days. No, I don't. I do way less grinding okay, these good. days. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you doing now? Welding. <laughs> Still welding. Still welder. Uh, yeah. No, I do. Uh, I work for Dura now, so I do a wide variety of different things. How does uh? How does it take welding on those frames? You liked it? Yeah, it's good. It's um. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like it's like. I was actually something that I was going to talk to you about because we need some context for it. Well, so I was give yeah. me a fucking minute here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk already. Um, I guess, uh, yeah. So I guess a little bit of backstory. I quit my job. I've been in there for like twelve years. I was lead hand. I literally like knew everything there was to know about that shop. Anything that broke, I knew. And then like going to a new place, it's like, yeah, I have a lot of experience, but it's mm-hmm. like, man, like all the little things you second guess yourself on. And, uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of like an ego check a bit. It's like a little bit humbling to be like the guy that has like on resume has all this, all this experience, but then like, I've never used a press break. Mm-hmm. I've never worked with stainless. Um, I think welding is one of those trades where it's like, there's so many spectrums of it. Yeah. Whereas like, there's the guys that do pipe every single day and that's what they do. There's take weld and there's, there's 30 different things to do. Mm-hmm. inside of welding so like the autism spectrum so, kind of. yeah well it's a, <laughs> kind of yeah but i was gonna, my question for i guess for sam was like you've moved around a bit like you've gone mm-hmm. uh i think you were to like three different shops right uh, i've been at four, four shops now yeah so like what is it like for you like i'm i know before you left and came back to your last job you were super comfortable there what was it like to go somewhere new and kind of be humbled and be like kind of learn like kind of um, build yourself i think the biggest thing is just to leave your ego at the door mm-hmm. kind of walk in there is like your first day as an apprentice again more or less this was always my mentality i sort of had the same thing where i went to a shop did my apprenticeship um i was there for four and a half years five years and sort of left um more so into a lead hand sort of role but yeah you just basically got to leave your ego at the door um Go in, eyes wide open, ears open, ready to listen, try new things, and don't think that you know everything there is. Um, yeah, basically. I think uh, I think the biggest thing you learn from experiences like that is like you you get more you like believe in your ability to adapt and like learn to new situations. Totally, and absolutely. I, and this isn't just a question for Sam because I know like we're all like it goes for any industry. And I'm sure a lot of people listening are like blue collar people that it applies to too, but. Yeah, I just find it interesting to like, man, it's scary to quit a job you're comfortable at and then go into some place. Yeah, it's, uh, 
I mean, I guess this is kind of maybe jumping ahead in the story here, but I mean, at the shop that I was at doing the exhaust and whatnot, I had a quick brief moment where I left there for a new opportunity, thinking that this was something that I wanted more. It was a different industry, but it was still welding. Um, but I guess the big long story is long story short is the grass isn't always greener on the other side. There's the shop that I went, I went from, uh, basically welding exhausts and whatnot and supercars to doing sanitary welding, mm-hmm. which is more real world type of work and a lot more corners. Uh, I don't want to say corners cut, but just different, different operation. Different it's more about productivity. Yeah. And just getting stuff done. Uh, speed is huge. How fast you can get things done, whatnot. Um, whereas what I do or what I do now is, uh, quality is everything. Take your time, make it look as good as you can, no matter what, more or less. Um, but yeah, I guess long-winded. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> That's but. okay. Well, yeah, like Sam's kind of a guy who takes a lot of pride in his work and yeah. kind of where he's at at you know at his current shop. It definitely speaks his personality a little more than the other areas for sure. Yeah, totally. I think like even for me, it's like uh, this new shop. Everything is like a lot. The the detail is a lot higher. Like the quality, you want higher quality. You, you value quality of work over production. Totally. So that's like, but I used a, to always like doing that. I would like take too much time making something look nice and be mm-hmm. like, why the fuck is it taking you so long to do this? Yeah. And there's something to say on both sides of that, yeah. right? Like I can't go into an old, like a structural shop and whatnot and kind of have the pace that most of the guys will have just cause that's not what I yeah, do. Yeah, It's totally different. And like on paper, you're both welders, you're both journeyman welders, you both have X amount of experience, but it's just a different, different type of experience. Um, so, so has it been like exciting? for you to like start over at that new gig learning new things is that kind of lit the fire under you to yeah it, to- it yeah 100% has because it's like there's like I <clears throat> like even the first day I walked in there I'm like man there is so much like I've I have so much I don't know about working here and all the procedures and working with stainless working with sheet metal mm-hmm. building sinks countertops all the stuff I've never done like I've built like major warehouses before like big structures so it's it's I'm, I'm just excited to be able to like learn to work with like we work with brass stainless aluminum all kinds of stuff and uh yeah i'm just honestly super excited to learn which yeah. is something i guess i haven't felt in a while so yeah it's exciting you don't feel stagnant in your in your Get, job at all right getting hazed what's that getting hazed is a new guy yet <laughs> no no uh no not really everyone's been uh, honestly everyone's pretty cool it's it's a lot the pace is a lot different too it's like i'm used to like it's just weird like i went from a place that like you're there and the buzzer goes off you work the buzzer goes off you take a break Mm -hmm. buzzer goes off you go back to work buzzer goes off and like and you buzzer goes off you leave for work and now it's like friday end of the day i'm like fuck happened everybody <laughs> like asked one of the bosses and he's like well they take off they like to go down to the uh, uh mug shots and mug. <laughs> yeah. All right. i don't know i think man. there's this something to be me. said about the just the environment to the shop when it's almost like that right like our shop's a lot of the same way where it's like are you try to be there between a certain time to have everyone there to get productivity done but i think we're almost more productive if you're not stuck on stringent buzzer timelines yeah because mm-hmm. then you take more pride almost in your work and you're held accountable mm-hmm. and it's pretty easy to weed out the crap after that yeah if people aren't getting their work done yeah exactly and then another oh fuck what the hell uh yeah another cool thing is like uh so on my old shop it would be like 
you kind of it's kind of like an assembly line where you like mm-hmm. someone cuts the cuts the columns uh someone cut makes the parts then they then you like lay the parts out tack the parts on and mm-hmm. yada 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 and pass it down the line this is kind of like you see you like you do kind of everything you see it from the beginning to the end like you'll cut all the pieces assemble it weld it and then you'll install it in the field which yeah. is kind of cool it's kind of cool just to see the whole process of it instead of yeah being, you like, take kinda, a little bit more pride in your well yeah you're kind of you're not so like comp- com- compartmentalized of mm-hmm. it like it's like yeah this is your whole project and mm-hmm. yeah it's cool yeah and you can leave yourself little like when you're building certain things you can leave things for down the road or do it mm-hmm. now and you have a bit more say over what you're doing and it in the end i like to think you'll get more quality out of it that way yeah yeah it's cool even the other day i had to go we have to do a handrail for a job site and I had to, I, I went out to the site and like site measured it and did all mm-hmm. that. And it's, yeah, it's cool. It's just something totally awesome. different, a different, uh, whole different experience for me. That's sweet. Cool. So like, like Sam, you've been, uh, you've been a journeyman welder for quite some time now mm-hmm. and I've seen you dive into quite a few projects in that field. And like, would you say that, your work is a creative outlet for you that it's almost like you're an artist and i i i'm i'm glad you said that yeah because the way that i explain our work is it's a product at the end of the day but when you're teaching somebody and we've had a couple of new people and it's a bit of a hard thing to do because when we build an exhaust we build it for the same car a couple of times but every single time you build it it's different whether the pieces went together slightly different. The color is slightly different. Um, you took a different approach to it. You had a different mindset when you're building it. And I think it is a great expression. And that's why I think I enjoy being able to build such cool stuff is it's a good way to sort of show just it's, it's yeah, it's just art. <laughs> yeah, I, I make art. <laughs> Uncarved. Artist. Yeah, the, the Albertan Picasso. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that change your Instagram handle, right? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of vehicle is your favorite exhaust to uh, make though? Are you doing like you like doing trucks? You like the tuners? You like uh so we specialize in exotics at the shop that I work in. So we work on mainly McLaren's. We do a lot of McLaren oh, yeah. we'll work for McLaren's for 720, 765s, etc. Um, we do a lot of BMW work for tuners and we've done a few drag cars, a couple muscle cars. Um, we'll work on pretty much anything. Uh, basically if the customer wants quality and something that is going to last and look good, we'll work on it. Um, but yeah, we've done some cool builds. We've worked on, I've personally worked on a Sano, which is kind of my coolest thing I've ever worked on. Multi-million dollar car or whatnot. Um, yeah, uh, specialize on the exotics and Ferraris and. Do you ever get like really stressed working on a vehicle? Like, oh that? yeah, so, all like, the time, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> this car is worth like twice as much. Yeah, as we, we, <laughs> we don't. We try not to bring the cars into the shop. We yeah. try to just have the guys at the dealerships will take the exhaust off of the car yeah. and send it. At, send the exhaust to us. So you just basically copy it. Yeah, we'll build a jig, capture the ends of it and all of the tight spots, and then we'll build within the parameters of that. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite thing to do, building the jig and doing first build. Yeah, yeah, you have to think a lot about that, right? Oh yeah, you got to be very careful with like where you're gonna go, get the best flow, make things like productive, actually be able to do what you're hoping <clears> for. Um, yeah, first builds are always the best. So that's kind of cool though, because you're kind of like engineering a way 
Because oh, yeah. you, so you, you don't have like some engineers in the office telling you where you need to have the like the the back pressure and all. No, no, I, exactly. I, the that order was, that was my question is like how performance how performance based is the quite a bit. Yeah, you'd be shocked even with these like really crazy exotic cars. There is a lot left on the table as far as performance goes in the exhaust, and I mean, maybe I'm not supposed to say that, but there is because they they got to deal with. Uh, all the restrictions and emissions and all the government bullshit. So they come in, they're very, very restricted. So basically anytime you can take all the cats out in the muffling, you're going to get quite a bit of power out of them. Are you guys a CWB shop? No. 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 So none at all? No. So we don't have any of the like certifications or anything like that officially because, I mean, you don't need it to work. Yeah. The only reason I asked that is I think I saw your boss was on a CWB podcast of some kind and I'm like, what? Yeah, he's done a few. Um, I think that's a, just the the CWB has a podcast. I think they just interviewed yeah, elders. Cool so, yeah. yeah, you should uh, get Jared's old blue car up next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's put yeah. old, let's yeah. put an exhaust on the old blue car. Uh, that would be awesome. We could that, that old blue car probably needs an exhaust. Like things dragging <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Man, she runs good. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> she runs pretty good, eh? <laughs> a lot better since it fell off right at the headers. Uh, yeah. yeah, we got all the flow now out of that thing. Yeah. That thing will do a buck sixty. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> uh, I feel like we should have done this at the beginning, but for yeah, maybe the folks that don't know yeah, you yeah. guys, can you like size yourself up? Nate, you want to go? Nate Dog. Yeah. Size myself that's, that's up. Yeah. He's missing it. He's missing it. Who's Nate Dog? What's your story? He's missing it. Uh, that's all he needed. to um, know. I'm uh, Nathan uh, Robert Simpson. Uh, <laughs> Nathan Robert. Nah. Uh, no. Um, yeah, old, old moto guy. Not too old, um, but uh, definitely washed up. Um, you know, met Sam. <laughs> I, you know, I guess I started racing when I was nine um, and kind of after that, I decided to go to school. Um, engineering at U of A and at nine, yeah, at nine, yeah, <laughs> no, at nine. Uh, after nine, yeah, after, after nine, nine right. no, after after my racing career ended, yeah, it was, How was you know, racing career, you know, the racing career is a beautiful time, honestly. You raced some pro nats, didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I raced pro nats in twenty. Uh, when was it 2020 me no, COVID? Oh, COVID. no 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 yeah. pardon me 2018 2018 to 2020 yeah. um yeah racing pro nats kind of turned kind of pro in 2018 it would have been and i guess yeah i raced a handful of pro nats and that was that was super fun obviously good experience racing um we did we call it just is this the classic west coast tour yeah. it was a race for mountain's edge so me reese haverlock and seth wild uh phil wild the owner of mountain's edge kind of um kind of drove us around for the western canadians and it was it was a hoot man like phil wild literally ate nothing but hot tamales <laughs> for like for like four weeks i swear to god mike and ike's and hot tamales driving our fucking dirty stinky racing asses around and racing pro nats like it was such a good time and then yeah then classic life gets in the way you gotta either pursue a motor career and in canada it's a little more difficult to do so decided to go to school and yeah, now just working and grinding, racing mountain bikes and not racing, riding mountain bikes, <laughs> <laughs> trying to survive on a mountain bike more or less. Um, and then just kind of casually riding and kind of that's when I started kind of hanging with you guys is, um, I didn't really chat with you guys a whole lot when I was racing, but kind of post racing careers yeah. kind of when we got in the mix and started mountain biking and hanging out a lot. So 
Man, wasn't that the funnest time ever, though? Like, those West Coast Nationals when you just, like, oh. tour around with <laughs> yeah. your buddies, and it was just, like, it was so fun. Yeah, all, you know, riding at some dingy old, like, track in Prince George, like, in the backwoods in the industrial area. That Oh, just, you, you couldn't beat it, man. It's yeah. so fun. Just going to Popcom in the middle of the week. Or I guess that would probably would have been yeah. before your time even, because we used no. to go to Nanaimo, and we'd stop at Popcom and ride for the weekend. Yeah, yeah I, I, I rode Nanaimo just for fun on a family vacation. Um, Terrible. Classic, oh, yeah. Classic, <laughs> like, you know, my old man is as dedicated as I am. Family vacation out west coast. He's like, we're bringing some dirt bikes so you can ride ride Victoria yeah. and Nanaimo. Yeah, we're going to haul real... him on the ferry for an extra thousand dollars. No, li- literally. Literally, it's, it's just this textbook, Earl. But... Uh, but no, yeah, and Popcom track, man, that track was just like, I don't know. I felt like the roost was the worst there. The fucking rocks. Did oh, you race the oh, national there? Yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, I did. Oh, it was on, unreal. It yeah. Was unreal. It was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you raced MX2? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you remember that yeah, first MX2. lap where, like, I was in, like, fourth, and I couldn't see a goddamn yeah, thing. I, the track, oh. like, crossed over each other, and dude. I'm like, it's so dead. Oh. Their water truck broke, but. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a banana peel. Like, dude, I'm pretty sure... You lap me on the parade lap. <laughs> I was fucking. I was. I was. I dropped anchor there for sure. On the on, I got a flat tire halfway through Moto Two, and on the front, and I, oh I still, God. I still salvage an eight. Yeah. I actually remember that. It's sketchy yeah. AF, but yeah, it buffed. Yeah, it buffed <laughs> out, and then uh, yeah, I remember it was the my first first pro nat was I raced Calgary. And uh, Sam wasn't racing, and my parents were out of town. Classic parents missed my first pro now. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, and then, like, I, I didn't really have any, like, expectations at all. I just kind of wanted to qualify. Um, you know, I qualified 30, 36, but there was, like, 38 racers that day. Uh, so yeah. made so that, I made the, uh, you yeah. know. No else. I was, like, always just, like, I was honestly always a shit qualifier, but, like, I could put in a solid third, like, I could put in a solid moto. I pretty yeah. sound. But, yeah, once yeah. you get your flow going. You're yeah, exactly. Um, but then, uh, and then I remember I came around and Sammy Boy had the rally pal buzzing. <laughs> and like, this was the year where they, they put points back to 25th place and he had yeah. 23 on the board. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh my fuck. If I get a point today, I'd be so fired up. Finished like 24th, got two points, and I was nice. just like ecstatic. And then yeah. he went to the Cowboys, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, yeah, the rest is history. But yeah. yeah, that was an awesome day to watch you kind of get those points, those first pro points. That was yeah, it, it's actually funny because the Sam could tell a story, but his first pro nat, I was wrenching for him, and his parents <laughs> weren't there. So, <laughs> but. parents got to work to support that damn moto habit. It can't yeah, be everything. Uh, thing. Ah, moto's no. cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's cheaper than uh, probably your grocery bill nowadays. <laughs> yeah, think back to what you're paying probably in like 2010 doing nationals, probably cheaper than grocery bill. Oh. Yeah, these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. What are you doing now? You're you're leaving it out. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm a I'm a development engineer at uh, at uh, oil company called Tamarack Valley Energy. I'm just an office dick, um, just basically working up, working up development programs um, for uh, kind of an asset by Slave Lake um, that we that we own and operate. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you make that sound like it's 
not as cool as it is. No, it's pretty <laughs> cool. You know, some people are like plugging oil and gas. You know, you're destroying the environment, but it's like you are yeah. we are the environment. <laughs> we know we we are everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. We are no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I love those guys that are like stop oil protests and they glue themselves to the yeah. concrete with oh, oil and fine. gas products. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's hilarious. It just, yeah, it makes yeah. me. It just makes me laugh. Throwing so hard, paint but... all over shit. Yeah, paint yeah. that's made from oil and gas. An oil product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wearing their Patagonia sweaters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you guys have not thought this through at all. No. no. Cool. But you can't. Yeah. I don't know. So, so you're what? kind of a big, big deal. Yeah. I'm not. A big office you know, guy. You know, big office guy. I wouldn't say I'm a big deal. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm just a spreadsheet wizard. Just is all a suit and tie. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, spreadsheet wizard is is what okay. I chalk right. it down yeah. to. Nice. What so, made uh, you want to go down that road? Oh man, I don't know. Like my old man's, uh, he's a millwright, and. Uh, and he teaches Millwright at State, actually. And I, I remember I was, like, 15. I'm like, hey, I want to maybe do that. Like, it's super interesting to me. And obviously grew, grew up, like, working on bikes all the time, engines, all that stuff. And he's like, he literally said, he's like, you're too smart to be a Millwright. He's like, you should go into mechanical engineering. And I'm like, I don't even fucking know what that is. I still don't even know what it is, and I have a degree in it. But, you know. Um, so, yeah. It's honestly, like, my dad's like, yeah, you should look into this. Like, I think you'd be, you know, you'd enjoy it. So, that's inevitably what I ended up doing. So, yeah, I honestly... I love what I do. Um, it's uh, you know, it's no blue collar job. Like I'm not, not welding, getting dirty every day. Um, but you know, you get some carpal tunnel sometimes. In the, office, so. <laughs> the old, the old mouse. Yeah, the old mouse. Yeah, you got to have the ergonomic those, mouse. Stand up those desk. Keystrokes yeah. per day. Yeah, you're up, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You sit in a chair or in an exercise ball. Um. Yeah, I'm a chair guy. I'm a chair guy for sure. Go between the chair and the standing desk. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Get some reps in. Yeah. Got the one of those little pedalers. Yeah, I got the pedalers. Yeah. Just, oh. just to keep the legs moving. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Wow. That's it. Let's Thanks wrap for coming. Her up. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to know, Keelan? Whatever you want. Old Samwise here. Start from the start. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We started high uh, with the white collar, and I'm gonna go down to the. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now I'm just a wilder over here. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, washed up, I guess. Retired, quote unquote, retired moto guy. I mean, raced for a few years. Got started. I think actually our first race, my first race was Nate's first race, right? Yeah, it was. Um, in. I was 12 years old, so yeah, back in the day, raced for a few years. Um, we actually pitted right next to each other, so it's a funny story. I remember, remember, uh, yeah, we pitted right next to each other, and I'm like, hey, hey, I'm Nate. He's like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm Shamir, and I'm like, oh, interesting name. <laughs> no, no, no. And then, uh, and then I remember like Sam was all like, he's kind of grumpy and stuff, and him and his dad were just kind of bickering a bit. And then, uh, and then, and then Mike, his dad's like, Sam, go into the front of the trailer. And you had like this brand new, you remember those like, um, the center stands that you, you push down with your yeah. foot, like, the oh, little oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. and it was a brand new, like red one that matched his, 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 I thought his it was the coolest thing. And Sam was like, yeah. so fired up. And I'm like, who is this fucking nerd, dude? <laughs> yeah. That, that was a fun day. That was first race. Um, yeah. And then race for a few years. Where, where at, where was it? Super uh, Super Saturdays. Really? What Super track? Saturday. What it was it main, main track, track main yeah. track, yeah. Really? Were yeah. you guys racing each other? Um yeah. well so no, because I remember we asked the lady up front, uh I still I know who it is, I'm not gonna drop names, but 
my dad's like, hey, this guy's on a 85 and uh, what other class can he race? She's like, he can only race 85. And then we're like watching the motos and there's like a super mini class. And dad's like, there's a bunch of 85s on the line, right? And my dad was like, so, he was so fired up. And I'm like, it's okay, dad. Like, Was your dad into moto before you or were you the first one riding bikes in your family? Oh no, my dad loves bikes like more than anything. He didn't race moto. He He's an ice racer actually. So he like, yeah, he like welded up his own side tar and like had my uncle <laughs> on it. Like, yeah, he's pretty hardcore. Dude, he rides like, bikes more than I do yeah. now, to be honest. But sidecars are sketchy AF, man. I don't know how those guys do that. Dude, oh, you, I... you see him like they're like racing moto and sidecar, like hucking hundred foot yeah. tables. Dude, like, like how do you crazy hitting like rutted faces and just yeah. like oh my god, I'm, I wouldn't even jump a quad off that, and you guys are jumping side. <laughs> yeah, but we should start a bent method sidecar team. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, me and Sam got to be on separate teams because we need a well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't be together. We we should bring it to the AMSA races. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be good. So where were we at there? You yeah, said, you just uh, rudely interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> the juices are flowing, man. I'll forget it if I don't say it. That coffee. Yeah, hard. as I was saying here, uh, race dirt bikes. Um, I didn't really, I guess, looking back, a bit of a subpar moto career. I mean, I raced. I did one pro national as an intermediate got my pro points got a pro card uh never actually raced as a pro which looking back was something i wish i would have done but uh yeah life kind of moves on did a couple cool things um went to loretta's in 2015 which was really fun got to do that whole thing as an amateur um and then yeah kind of faded out in 2017 2018 or whatnot got a real job started working full-time and then now Kind of transitioned into racing mountain bikes, riding mountain bikes, racing mountain bikes, uh, welding full time. Um, yeah, just kind of growing up yeah. in age and moving on. What class did you race down in Loretta's? Uh, I actually yeah. raced the two stroke class, oh, yeah. uh, which was, was actually a crazy. Is that, st- that schoolboy? No, it was strictly two strokes, oh, and it, it's like a it's a sportsman class, so it's uh, B riders and C riders. And I went down there as an intermediate, so technically I was a B rider. Um, but the year I went down there, Justin Cooper was in my class, and it was crazy. He went one one one, and I got absolutely washed. But <laughs> every time I watched on TV, I see Justin on the TV. I was yeah. like, oh, I mean, I raced. Is it that cool though? Isn't that because yeah, I've done live race with like Bogle and those guys. Like mm-hmm. it's it's cool to look back and be like, yeah, even though like they they blew my doors off, it's cool totally. to like, line up on the same line. As yeah, me. looking back, that's definitely like probably my highlight. Like racing loretta's um was the ranch as fun as people say was it it's, uh like quite a culture shock it's a spectacle here, to yeah. be honest yeah it's the the sheer absurdity of the amount of people down there at that race is just something i was not ready for like the amount of commitment out of parents for their 50 kids oh and stuff yeah, down there. It's you, just... you think you see kids in like west can that are intense oh Holy it's shit. nothing until you go down there yeah and then like just seeing there's all the factory teams are down there yeah. and whatnot there's like golf cart races and people jumping off 80 foot trees into the creek down there it's a it's a family vacation with a dirt bike race kind of going on at the same yeah. time it's it's pretty wild to see um yeah, it's no joke down there. Like the humidity and the heat and all that. Like, I went down there and just was totally mentally, I think, unprepared and 
definitely a little physically unprepared. But... Well, how do you, you don't know what to prepare for until you're there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like all you know is Canadian races and even like the qualifiers, you're probably like nothing compared to oh, that, right? Totally. Yeah. Like my, when I did the qualifiers up in Washougal and the Pacific Northwest, and then you go and drive down to Tennessee and it's like, holy shit, like this is insane down here. So Did you just drive straight down race and come back? Uh, no, when we did it, we did, uh, we ended up making it like a month long sort of family vacation. We did like a, we took a week to drive down, kind of had a few days to climb. Yeah. If you're going to go that far, you might as well. Yeah. that was sort of our thing. We were like, if we're going to spend all this money and all this time, we might as well enjoy it a little bit. Um, but yeah, drove down. My dad had to work. So he flew down at the start of the week, hung out for the week and then flew home. Oh, me, my mom and my brother drove all the way down and back um but yeah there's a it's huge down there it's crazy it's a serious deal eh? like the even just for one race the amount you sacrifice just to do that yeah and, and people are doing that all year long oh yeah it's insane yeah even in our case like i went down there in one class with two bikes a trailer a truck and drove 40 hours or 30 hours to race a practice and three 20 minute motos. Yeah. And people do that every year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was it to you then? Like, what did it mean to you then? Uh, back then, honestly, dude, it was everything. But like, that was like when my first started racing, my dad and I kind of found out about it. We were like, this is what we want to do. Forget going pro. Yeah. We want to go to Loretta. Yeah. We think it's cool. Um, so yeah, it was sort of like the big goal as a kid and then did it. And, Looking back, I mean, kind of wish we would have had a little bit more oomph going down there and a little yeah. bit more preparedness or did it well two years, but... Hindsight. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. If you did it again the next year, you'd know exactly what you're coming into. Exactly. Yeah. Do you see how many uh, Canadians are down at Mini O's? Dude, there's... It's yeah. insane. I, I was shocked to see how many like kids from Alberta are at Mini O's. I'm mm-hmm. like, I never even considered go to, going to Mini O's. No, yeah, that was never on our radar either. That and like, I think Mammoth would be pretty sweet. Mammoth, yeah, like, that track <laughs> looks so yeah, sick. that does. Oh, shit. <laughs> thanks for coming. Yeah, that was, that's think, my moto career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how's the mountain biking thing yeah, going? Like, yeah. you said you're doing some racing in that, like, yeah, yeah, I doing some mountain bike racing. Um, yeah, I did my first race two years ago. It was sort of just like a on a whim kind of thing. I was just like. I'm feeling pretty confident. Let's go see if I actually am that confident. Um, kind of got smoked again, which was humbling and good at the same time. Cause Did now you I sign know up for to... beginner class or uh, it's just open <laughs> men's out there, oh, okay. which is wild. It's all age category. So there's like open men for like 21 to 29 and then pro more or less. So I yeah, just yeah. went open. Um, I did actually pretty good. It's like I did enduro. So you do, there's six stages or seven stages throughout two days of racing. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, I got like top 10. I think I got seventh overall, but on the last stage I got second. So I was like, the speed's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I just sort of something to fill the void after racing dirt bike, something to kind of stay fit and yeah. still be competitive at and keep yourself busy. So I, cool. I, I kind of know nothing about like enduro racing. So is that when you have like, you do a seg a segment or whatever, and then you have a certain amount of time to climb up to your next segment? Is that uh, no? So the way it works is you know there's X amount of stages throughout one or two days, whatever it is for that race. Um, and you kind of have it's like 
the climb up isn't timed. You can take as much time as you want okay. to get up there, but I enjoy it because you got to actually physically pedal up to the top of the stage and it can be a pretty big grind quite a few times. Um, and then, yeah, you race down. So you're timed for your section for the segment or the stage. And then at the end of the day or end of the weekend, they'll take your collective score of time. And then that's how they'll place you. Mm-hmm. So a little bit different than moto. It's enjoyable. You race the clock, you race by yourself yeah. and you can, it's just a whole day of just, you ride with your buddies pretty much the entire Had time. Had some gnarly wrecks already doing that or? Uh, no, I stayed pretty careful. I think just with age, I take a lot less risks yeah. now. <laughs> well, yeah, I was but. thinking even earlier, like, man, imagine if we were as stupid as we are on mountain bikes as we were on dirt bikes. Oh yeah, totally. There's a quite a few times where i look at things and i'm just like uh, if i was 17 i might have hit that no way i'm doing this now i kind of wish like like that i like rode mountain bikes when i raced too yeah like, just like too. the training yeah. aspect is like you know moto you're like you're in the line you're in the line of fire 100 percent of the time when you're pounding motos oh, to yeah. the track but you know when you're riding mtbs it's like you know a third of the time when you're going down type deal right yeah yeah i kind of think a lot of well i I was the same way i was always on my road bike when i was training Mm -hmm. for moto i think that maybe more mountain biking would have been beneficial but i feel like also at the same time like there's so much stress in grinding motos and stuff it's kind of nice to just go and like mindlessly put in your cardio Mm -hmm. that's how i kind of felt at the time anyway yeah it's such good cross training i find though too because there's so much upper body in mountain bikes and it's like Every moto guy that I've ever mountain biked with has been pretty incredible right off of the hop, right? So, yeah, that is true. Like, yeah, most guys are pretty good on a mountain bike. Yeah, like, oh, on yeah. the transfer over, like maybe sometimes it takes a bit adjusting to catching air. It's just the confidence with, thing, I think. With yeah. that, without that inertia, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. It is just a confidence thing, probably. Yeah, yeah kind of, kind of send the send factor. Right? Yeah, yeah. It took it, me a while yeah. to get there. Like I was took me a while oh i was like totally. boner airing and like endowing every jump for the first year i started mountain biking like it's just so different and then the but... wind scares the shit out of you oh, on yeah. bike too. just a flag in the wind in the that air one, on those things yeah. that one jump line on pano oh man that that was like the first time i like started jumping mountain bikes mm-hmm. and there's like that one section where it's like open and there's a bit of a crosswind and you got like this turning table oh, yeah. oh, oh and it's like the, every time the wind howls i'm just like nope <laughs> just roll this one yeah yeah those are sketchy too, though, because it's like you never like they all look the same, but some of them you'll like way OJ, and then some of mm. them you'll case. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I think a lot of the the way that the jumps are on a lot of the trails is like one you'll have to pedal into, and it's five feet too long. And the next one you're going <laughs> yeah. rock chick, and you're like this thing's huge, and it's five feet long, and you land in the face of the next one. Well, you're just like, eh. that's why you get you gain so much confidence at Whistler because everything is built so nice, and it's like, oh, yeah. you don't have to even question anything. It's just yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is. I just like don't hit the brakes, and you're gonna trail be fine. speed. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And yeah, there's nothing like that around here. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> no, it's it is pretty cool though. We do have quite a few trails out this way that are pretty gnarly. Like you can get into some pretty crazy, crazy shit out here, and then yeah, it's more all like technical sort of just natural raw trails yeah um not a lot of flow trails going on but yeah it's the flow trail that are out here good for sure but there's definitely some questionable size <laughs> jumps out there <laughs> yeah. 
Man, I just remember being a kid and we'd go out behind like the back of some construction site. <laughs> yeah, there were some DJs out there. <laughs> huge DJs we did. Did you guys ever as a kid build like sketchy jumps out of like two by fours or wood? Oh, you would yeah. find oh, in the alley yeah, and then yeah, lay all your friends to. across yeah, yeah. and then jump over your buddy. <laughs> oh, you had to do that. Yeah, I, uh, I have an iconic picture of me just on the road in front of my house. There's like four buddies laying down and I have like two two by fours lined up side by side with like a two by six at the end vertical <laughs> just screwed together and i just sent it on my little narco wolverine oh, did oh. you ever hit it on a razor scooter no no, no. <laughs> that'd be more iconic oh for chris sure. before i forget there's a razor scooter for calum okay there. we can't oh, cannot forget about that okay okay <laughs> todd, todd gave it to scooter. me a while ago. oh yeah yeah he told me yeah he it. gave it to yeah, me yeah. and then i forgot to give it to you okay, last time well, here. speaking of that, that there's a you know that thing you got for tate from riley and that little the bumper car bumper car yeah. there's a uh like a bigger size one at costco really? so when he if he ever grows out of that you can get the upsize and he no can way keep going with it yeah <laughs> it's pretty cool do they make him adult size that'd be kind of <laughs> yeah, that would yeah be. that would be fun i'd love to just transport myself around the house just build a ramp up the stairs <laughs> yeah. just go to the living room so we got TV. todd for he'll whip one he'll whip yeah. up a lazy boy couch for you in no time yeah. remember <laughs> do you guys you guys probably don't this is before your guys this time keelan probably remembers this and chris for sure but remember the what was that lazy boy razor scooter thing oh, we had at it millennium was, it was like a mini lazy boy it actually like reclined like out a, and everything. Like a full on chair. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, with Todd, he and his engineering, yeah, he should yeah. have a freaking engineer. Yeah, I should. That guy. Um, you know, he whips skateboard trucks on the back of it, puts a razor scooter on the front, <laughs> and we're hitting like the drop ins at Mills and stuff. Holy <laughs> shit. If we still had Dude, some footage of those old phones. I think those, those old phones aren't, uh, I don't know how you can upload them to anything, but yeah. <laughs> it's classic. Oh, yeah. Just the middle of the night and a lazy boy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like three in the morning on like a Sunday night, and we're just at Mills on this couch, razor scooter, whatever thing. And it was awesome. I, I would go back to doing that. It was fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Remember, we used to just go and hang out at Mills every like <laughs> It was like a, like a, a weeknight, middle of the week, and we had to go to school the next day. And we're just like at Mills till like one in the morning. <laughs> who knows what? Oh, boy. Those are the good old days, eh? Oh, yeah. That place was iconic growing up, yeah. man. Can't ride a BMX bike, but love Mills. Yeah. <laughs> Do you boys got any stories like that? Um. Oh, oh so Sam and I, well, like, not really that, but we used to ride ride the pitters around Crossfield <laughs> in the snow all the time. Like, like it was right when Sam was turned 16. I was, I couldn't drive. Just got my driver's yeah. license. So like... Sam would drive his old, his Dodge Dakota out there with the TTR in the back. And I had a little 70 and we would literally mob pit bikes around Crossfield and like just snow riding <laughs> yeah. like for like fucking 12 hours straight. Just like, Oh, man. <laughs> oh just we like made a bunch of corner tracks. We're just taking each other out. And then our buddy Riley, he'd ride his, his KX 65. And we just terrorized like all the all the like, oh, local shit. municipal parks. Is such a good time. We had the cops called on us once. I was gonna say, like, sure yeah. oh yeah, the neighbors loved it. it. Yeah, we had ruts in like the front driveway of his parents' place that are like a foot deep. Oh, it was, it was like, like, dude, it was constantly like, going yeah. around this track and the right, right in front of the house. Yeah, it was like Walton. <laughs> it was like Walton and Crossfield, basically. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy this shit. Like you could never get get away with this shit now. I remember. Oh, like, there's well, no way. Way back in the day when I was staying with Dean uh, Wilson, had his place in Hemet, and there was like a park just down the street, and he had. Um, he had an old XR50, and I think he had a uh, 
K- KLX 110 or something. And we'd just go like build dirt jumps in the park, <laughs> rallying, rallying all day long, just build hitting these dirt jumps. It was like, man, you could never do that today. Could you imagine some kid just on a little pit bike in the middle of a field right now, like in a school? Like that would never fly. Man, oh, I, no. I even think, but like my the stories my dad tells me, where he's just like ripping nose hill, and yeah, yeah, yeah. anywhere he wanted to go. And he'd say, oh, yeah, every once in a while the cops would come, but you just rip mm-hmm. off somewhere right. else. It's no big deal. Yeah. Like, here, dip be, down a hill. It'd be instant. Oh, You'd yeah. literally fire your bike yeah. at the parking lot. Yeah. Boom. Done. My, my dad grew up in Forest Lawn. He and him and his brothers used to ride to Blackfoot. Yeah. They used to just fucking <laughs> oh, ride yeah. there. Yeah. Before Deerfoot was built or whatever, they'd just fucking cruise over there. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's awesome. That's sick. We should test it out. We should actually get the, the 119 machine fired up and just... <laughs> I got the DPR yeah. still sitting there. We could get yeah. a couple of bikes. Let's just fire them up, see how quick see how the cops get here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could try it. But there's a good field over here. We could do a uh, figure eight. And... <laughs> <laughs> I guess the track was open today. I think it's oh, really? Yeah. I think yeah. It's no, no studs. That's pretty wild. No studs, yeah. Wow. Nah, we've, it's actually crazy. It's almost December, and it's... Yeah, yeah I know. The, what is it called? El Nino or whatever? I think today, this year is an El Nino. Yeah. Oh, God. On the farmer's change. almanac, I yeah, predict shit. the weather. <laughs> I think they were talking about like a really wet winter, but now it's supposed to be dry. Yeah, they say they have honestly, they have no fucking idea. Yeah, yeah they every no year idea. they say it's El Nino, yeah. El Nino, yeah. this, that. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever looked at Coldest the forecast? Look at the fourteen day forecast. Look at fourteen days out and make it <laughs> make a note of it, and then see how far they fucked that up. Oh. In fourteen days. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy this year. Like, it's like I, I went mountain biking on Saturday and had no studs and was literally like there's snow on the trails, but really? we were able to have decent enough grip to send it. So. Yeah, you were, yeah you texted me about going to Moose. How was it? Was it like decent condition? Dude, yeah, it was actually crazy. Like, there was definitely snow on the trails, but like it was oddly grippy. I mean, we had 15 pounds in our tires, so that totally helped. But yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't quite icy yet, which is so it wasn't super dangerous or anything like that um but yeah we were still able to hit all of the jumps and whatnot there's (laughs) i don't know if you guys know on billy dog there's that skinny where uh right before the actual skinny where it uh splits into two there's the one wood feature with the little gap on it yeah yeah jump it yeah Uh, out of the right hander yeah out of the right hander yeah exactly um (laughs) we came around the corner and me and my buddy were like totally going for it and we were first tracks on this on this uh on the jump on the wood and the both of us hit the jump and both of us just tucked our front ends together and just <laughs> yard sailed off of it so the woods was a little scary with the snow but outside of that it was awesome i feel like billy dog would be a little gnarly at the top with just like the rocks and being like frozen and probably like a little bit of like uh condensation on yeah i mean we went out pretty late in the afternoon yeah so it was sort of melted by then it was okay did you ride anything on the husky side or too shaded uh, no, we just, well, we didn't paddle up prairie or anything. We just did uh billy dog in a 727 laps. How, I never rode that new bottom of 727. How is it? It looks kind of, it looks kind of fun for 727. It's actually super fun. Yeah. For 727. It's, I mean, it's a fun flowy single trap Burmy. Mm-hmm. It's just nice that it's different. Something else to ride flows pretty well. And then it's, yeah, they got a nice new exit there. So you don't have to pedal all the way to station flats and get out of there. You yeah. can pedal up over to moose. So. Yeah. Neato. How many days do you think you put in mountain biking this year, Sam? Less than last year. Uh, I don't know. I just don't straddle my rides anymore. So you I don't? I No way. You're hardcore now. You don't even, <laughs> stra- you don't even use a straddle. rider. <laughs> no, I just, 
I'd forget once and then it's over forever. Yeah, then you, it's like yeah. your, your total's all fucked up. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it's like fantasy supercross. You miss one week. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's over <laughs> now. It's done. over. Yeah. I'm going to, hold on, let me pull up my Strava here. Do you got yours on? How many rides are you at this year? That's what I'm pulling up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that no, just the headphone? I think it's just the headphone. Yeah, it's just this. Hold on. Got to keep talking, otherwise you won't be able to. Is yeah. it? Is it? Hello? It's still working. It's... Oh, there we go. We're back. Oh. We're back. We're back. We're back. There yeah. we go. You're all back. Oh hello? fuck! Hello? I don't hear nothing. They make. Hello, hello. Oh, you don't hear it? I oh, I think everyone else is good. Uh oh. All right, we're rolling. There we are. Sorry, right. boys. Uh, we're back. I think they make you pay for Strava Premium now to track your rides. Yeah, uh, I had 40, I had like forty four a... rides. Oh, that's four. pretty good. Yeah, I had a loose kind of goal at the beginning of the year. I was like, I want to pedal 100,000 meters because I saw one guy do it the year before. And I was like, A, that's gnarly, and B, that would be kind of a fun yeah. just goal to have. But then it's hard because you go to the bike park and you turn yeah. Strava on. Yeah, I only had... Careless or yeah. e-bike, yeah. eh? Yeah, e-bike. Yeah. <laughs> I had 40,000 meters on an e-bike, so... Yeah. How many? 40. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, e-bike, though. I'm yeah. Kind of a pussy. E-bike. Also, I could have rode way more than I did, but... Yeah. But what, you're a dad now or something? You're going to throw that excuse over there? <laughs> no, I, my yeah, uh, my battery wasn't lasting. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's the e-bike problem, man. The old acoustics, I the do, battery never dies on those I things. I do feel like I'm becoming a pussy, though, now that I have an e-bike. Yeah, I definitely, now having rode an e-bike a handful of times, it's definitely harder to pedal. Like, yeah. to get the motivation after having the assist, it's a lot harder. So I try to, like monitor how much i ride that thing well it's just gonna be so much funner to just rip that much faster through it totally is yeah you know what's actually super fun is ripping an e-bike through like the flat fish creek trails you can like it's like riding a motorbike you dude totally sure riding totally it's like riding an elect like one of those Suron bikes through yeah. the trail. it's insane yeah e-bikes are a cool thing but i mean i'm biased i mean i have one i've rode them i yeah. think they're awesome but at the same time it's like I don't know. Nothing beats a regular old uh, acoustic yeah. mountain yeah. bike, right? I don't know. I honestly, I do love the e-bike on like, to, I took mine to Whistler. Mm-hmm. I wreck, also wrecked two wheels, but uh, <laughs> it's so fun. It feels like a motorbike almost because you have so much more weight down low. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, outside of the cost, it would just be great to have both, would it not? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. that's why I kind of, I ditched my, because I paid uh, nine grand for my e-bike and you're going to pay nine grand for an acoustic bike. Might as well just have the e-bike. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you're gonna spend that money, it's like, yeah. where are you? Where Why do you not? put it? Right? Yeah. yeah. Or just, I'll sell my dirt bike and just get a fucking acoustic bike. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll probably bike. put more put more hours on it in a year. You think? I put zero hours on a dirt bike this year. So <laughs> <laughs> zero point Fair zero enough. hours. I didn't touch it. Jeez. You still have a bike, right? You I have a bike. That? Yeah. Chris, do you yeah. still have one? Uh, I still have a, a bike, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to call it that, so <laughs> not together. Oh, sick. Oh, it runs. I, oh, yeah, I yeah. rode it. We rode twice this year. Okay, she's That's good. Nice. She, nice. She's old. She's good. Yeah. She. I mean, it's more bike than I can handle. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of at the point where I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to not have a dirt bike because mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah, know. It's like it's, sure. it's, it's kind of like my it's my still in a in a way my identity like and that yeah. itch will come. Yeah, well, it's, but, it's, it'll call yeah. you out there in some way, so you might as well be prepared. I for feel like it. you got to wait five years till I'm like super out of shape, so I can't even like think about, <laughs> one time. Can't even think about it. Yeah, you're waiting until you go full pussy, full pussy, like full. <laughs> I need to go like yeah. full uh, vet, um, like yeah, full vet guy. Well, do you, so you you said now that you're e biker, you're just you feel like a bit of a, a puss. 
Yeah, well, I think, well, I didn't work this summer too. And that I'm a, a, a e-bike guy that didn't have a job for four, four months. So like that is like the He's biggest, that is like the definition of a pussy. <laughs> you look it up in the dictionary. Yeah. Well, like, were, like, were you or do you just you feel? No, like I definitely like, you get like, you get like lazy a little bit, right? You just like, you have yeah. too much time on your hands. You're like, oh, I can just go for an e-bike and I can put her in boost. And it's like, you just. It is it's, hard. It's you like, get that boost bug and it's hard to like not, like to take it out of boost, right? Like once well, you get just, that yeah. kind of bite, it's. It's just like you're, you get so like in the grind of going to work every day and then like grind, like you get so in the habit of grinding and like mm-hmm. feeling good about that. And then it's like, you kind of like don't have that anymore. Yeah. You're like, ah, it's, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I you think don't have that carrot to chase well i think it's just like i honestly feel like it's better for your mental health to be like kind of under the gun and like busting your balls and having something you're Mm -hmm. always always progressing well there definitely Mm -hmm. could be something like in nature to that because you got to think like when we were cavemen or whenever you want to talk about yeah you were always under the gun for eating not getting attacked Whatever it might have been, so and the only reason you probably weren't doing that is if you like broke your leg and you're well, then you're fucking. <laughs> then you're, then you're, 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 you're just ready to die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your you're tribe just ate you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're either gonna get eaten or you gotta, you know. Yeah, Jeff has gone. <laughs> you gotta invent this femur. Yeah, yeah, there's something to say about the chase to keep you motivated, whether it's like anything, a project going on, because it's like once it's done and you have a goal or you achieve it or you project and you finish it, it's like, then what, then what do you do? Right. And you kind yeah. of always need to have something to chase for and keep going. And, yeah. yeah. And I feel like there's, there's, def- yourself. there's definitely like a balance to it too, because it's like, if you over like, ex- uh, like you put your, you over exhaust yourself into one project by the end of it. Like I always felt like that when I was racing, it was like, I was working all the time, flying back and forth to races. Mm-hmm. By the end of the series, I was just like, I was so fried. I'm just done. I'm like, I have yeah. nothing more to give. Yeah. And then it's like, you kind of just get lazy for a bit. Cause you have like, you were chasing this carrot for so long. And then it's like. Could, if you look at it in like the, the, the long term though, that could be sort of like, you're calling it lazy, but it could just be a recovery period. Like you, when you do a, a nasty hard workout, you need a recovery period. Right. So if, like in your life, if you are going hard, 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 and chasing mm-hmm. that thing mm-hmm. maybe yeah you think of it as a lazy or pussy moment but maybe it was just like a slight recovery period like in the in the realm of your life that amount of time is pretty much nothing no you're, like, you're, that's like you're, taking a day off at the gym like you're totally right but i think there comes a point where like if so say like at the end of when i was racing it was like i was just grinding 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 and then at the end of it i would just like kind of and then when I decided I was done racing, I didn't like have anything else to set my s- sights on. So I was yeah. like, I got into this lazy period and it's like, almost like you get comfortable in that lazy period. But I feel like if you were more sustainable about it, like if you had some way to channel well, if that, there was like, if you didn't, if you didn't like... go like so s- full, super retard at it, <laughs> and you didn't need such a long time to recover. <laughs> you could just like sustain this and take like smaller breaks and then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, slowly for sure, build but and... would you have been success as successful at it if you didn't go yeah, I mean, so focused yeah. at it? Now, anybody could put judgment on what they define as success, but, you know, like, it it takes that. Yeah, no, you're, 
I don't. It is. I, I, it's, it's a tough. No, you're that is. Sure. That's the tough balance you're yeah. talking about. Well, yeah. you're right though, because if I don't think maybe I wouldn't be able to walk away from racing if I didn't feel like I gave it like my full effort, right? Mm-hmm. So that yeah. too. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's I don't know. It's all. Confusing. Or would or would you be sitting here saying, "Damn, I wish, I wish I would have gone full retard at that thing." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. No, I think I yeah you're right. No, you're probably because because I, I could you know I kind of do that inside my head. I go, man, I wish I would have put a little more into it. Maybe I could have accomplished more of what you guys had done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go full retard. No. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it comes down to how much risk you're willing to take too. In like in well, terms of moto. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 How far are you gonna push it, and how? What are you really willing to put on the line for yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Dangerous sport, but you know, how was it like flying in and out around the sport? Like that'd be, I'd feel like a fucking badass if I had that. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that? Oh, Fly, just flying fly. in and out yeah. around every weekend, I, Honestly, you know? I was pretty proud of myself though. Like yeah. I finished, I think eighth in the series that year. And I was like, I didn't miss a week of work. Yeah. yeah that's, which, cool. that's unbelievable. I was pretty, that was like, that's probably my proudest achievement. It's just like grinding that out and, that was with uh first year with Al Dick. Yeah, two trick. How uh did you how how often did you ride during the week? Um, West Coast is riding like twice a week. By the end of the summer, I was riding like once a week. Yeah, maybe yeah. twice a week. But it was like at that point too, the tracks baked, and it's like here, and it's like my my practice bike here was clapped, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just ride once a week. Yeah, at that point too, you're almost like. Yeah, it's getting riskier and riskier. Yeah, and I, like I wasn't worried about my fitness because my I I had built up quite a good base, and I wasn't worried about that. It was more just like staying sharp. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, you almost need that recovery during the week at that point, right? Like yeah, halfway like near the end of the well, season. especially when you're working eleven hours a day during the week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, this I'll I'll do a light yeah. spin after work and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't like you were coming home. And, Sitting behind a desk like Nate here, you were going <laughs> standing on top of craneways and yeah, stuff, yeah. trying to get. Yeah. No, that was I, I don't regret any of that. That was a cool uh, part in my yeah. life. So I put on like two hundred steps a day. So don't fucking <laughs> don't talk shit. Don't talk shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Don't at me, bro. Yeah, you guys don't know the struggle of carpal tunnel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it destroys families, man. <laughs> Oh fuck! I had something I was gonna say. bring up. Oh, shit! <laughs> Damn it! He's never How about you, Keelan? What's going on with you? You've been awfully quiet tonight. Yeah, you're a little. Uh, ch- you're ch- over there on your texting. You're on your you're phone just, and stuff. What's going digesting on? Digesting that burrito. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just soaking it in, man. Listen, listen to some stories. Yeah, listening yeah. to the stories. So in a fight out of you too, Sam Me. and Nate. Nate, you got him. Yeah, we we've we've tussled a couple times. Yeah, we've tussled. <laughs> we I, I don't like... need to go again. I got. Yeah. <laughs> are, we talking, are we talking full sparring or like grappling? No, just grappling. I never yeah. punch this guy. <laughs> He'd probably punch me sometimes because sometimes I'm a dick to him. But, uh, <laughs> have you guys ever had any like big big blowouts? I think we were close in. At Washugal, when I cleaned you out on the start, I thought your dad was going to chew my head off. Yeah. That's that actually close. That was fun. pretty close. Was this the Loretta's <laughs> so, qualifier? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's, 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 actually, yeah. that's actually like what stemmed me losing my tooth was that fucking crap. <laughs> I'm not joking. So... Yeah, it was, you should have posted a picture of Nate on that, <laughs> on that Instagram post. Nate's tooth gone. Uh, we'll have to get one later. Oh uh, No, yeah. So like... Um, I, 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 for the record, I felt terrible oh, at the end of this. So, like, 
I know. Have you raced? You've ridden Washougal. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah have I you, Chris? I haven't raced it, but I've been there. Oh yeah, like uh, unbelievable least, track. It's but, uh, dicey. It's so slippery and weird. Yeah, it's just oh, like. But anyways, like the start is fucking a football. Like it's so long, yeah. and uh, so it's like wide open. And did you guys do the like the pro start or the? It was pro start. Yeah. The, there's another start like yeah, like way in the back. But no, it was the pro start. So you're like, yeah, you're wide open in that corner. And I remember I was. I was beside Sam. He got a little jump on me and like literally, you know, the guy left to him cut the kind of was squeezing off Sam's line and he like in a split second, like three quarters down the straight, he fucking cleans out my front end and I just pile drove the ground <laughs> and I ended up like my triple, like my bike was fucked and, uh, and I chipped my tooth and then, uh, and that was like a long time ago. And then I guess the chip tooth, like ended up, fucking up my tooth and then it basically like it just fucking ate itself like a year ago and i had to get it pulled because the sam just cleaned me out on the start straight do you think i'm gonna lose my tooth i have a chip tooth from a while back oh no you're fine it's like the chi- it's the you're root de- you're a dentist now yeah i know so many youtube videos man you got a implant or a, oh i, I yeah i got i gotta get her lined up yeah, i gotta get her lined. Yeah. like i can just i can do it whenever yeah. i heard it sucks i you're, feel like you shouldn't do it that, that's what everyone, even at work, people are like, you got to just rock it. Like, it's, yeah, your, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's party, you know. But, uh, I, is it hard it to, like, party, chew yeah. and shit or what? No, dude. It's when you, you have to those... chew most with, you, with your yeah. back to you. No, it's actually not bad. Um, Can you whistle through it? <laughs> not through it. Can you blow water through it? <laughs> you ever put a straw through that thing? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I don't even want to know what I do with this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh but yeah, I guess that was probably our closest point to a blow up. Was yeah. like I, I, I like I've never gotten his face. I was just very, very frustrated. There, there was some it. tension for sure. Yeah. And like, passive aggressive tension. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, when, it, got, his... when you got two alpha dogs going out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Sam bested me that weekend though because he ended up going to fucking Loretta's. So <laughs> no, it was all that trip was so sweet, man. Like you guys drove together too, didn't? Yeah. You? Well, yeah. so the story, like, so me, Sam, his brother, and his mom all drove down together. On like uh uh like Wednesday or Tuesday type thing, and then um, we just like we we're hanging out. We like went go kart and stuff, super fun. And then my dad, uh, my dad brought the bikes down. He basically worked, like he worked Friday till like three, and then he just drove the truck and the bikes and parked at the gate of Washougal. Got got there at like golly hours, like literally four in the morning. Slept for like three hours. We met him for riders meeting. He had the bike styled in like. That guy's an animal. I don't know how, you know, <laughs> that's why he comes back to the commitment, but yeah, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. That place is sweet. That was just like, just the, the track kind of sucks, honestly, to race, but it's, it's like it's the layout. It's so beautiful cool. over yeah. there too, yeah. right? Have you guys ever seen the, there's a track, like a grass track behind the house, like Mike Bell and Ryan Huffman's house back there? Yeah. There's like a full on, it's like a grass track yeah. back there. That's it's gnarly. It's so like, gnarly. Gnarly, gnarly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, like we were doing stand up motos because we, we went into this Tommy Weeks, uh, Tommy Week, uh, I guess like dirt bike school over yeah, there, yeah. like motor school. And yeah, he's like made us do stand up motos in this track. And I was like dying. Like I did a lap and I'm like, my arms are going to fall off my body here. But no, it's pretty cool. That's, it's such, such a cool spot. Like just the, the forest and everything and like the fishing is so sweet and yeah. like just the whole west yeah. coast is so cool it's cool you can like go down to the river after the motos too oh, and just yeah. you know tommy week what happened what is he doing these days he was sh- he was always a shredder at washugo dude yeah he, yeah 
he got the fastest lap there the one year and then that's kind of the last i ever saw of him he was like like the last time he raced wasn't he on a two-stroke i thought he was yeah yeah. you might be right i might be so there's there was tommy week and then there's justin week not related do you remember justin weeks no he was like amateur he battled with dean like a class I Tommy was... Week was a couple years ahead, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought Tommy Week was the shredder. He, They're both shredders. Oh. Justin Week, I think, never actually did anything. And they're not related? No, not related. Is their last name spelled the same? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Uh, yeah, he came to uh, Kalispell one time, and he cleaned house. Oh, yeah. Week, yeah. He's yeah. Tommy Guys Week. Gnarly. Tommy, yeah. Really? Speaking yeah. of, uh, speaking of, I don't know, not related maybe, but you guys see about Cade Walker? Yeah. Uh, I saw eh? something. I don't... What's the, do you have? So, uh, Cade Walker, me and Keelan raced with him back in like 2012. He was, uh, and then he went to Europe, raced in Europe a bunch. And then he was like, um, then he went into this like GNC, or not GNCC, like works racing. Mm-hmm. Went and did the Baja. Um, he raced for like a good team too. Yeah, SLR, SLR Honda. So yes, yeah, Mark Samuel's team. Um, and then, yeah, so I guess like as soon as he got the bike, um, he didn't make it through the next checkpoint. He crashed pretty hard, um, like really bad. And he was like kind of out. And so the team went and found him like 45 minutes after he crashed. He was unconscious. And then it took them nine hours to get him out of there. Ooh, and he still, he's, he still hasn't woken up. So oh damn. yeah, I think there's a, uh, I should probably post the road to recovery link on, uh, Instagram. But yeah, there's a, there is a road recovery link to Dang, support. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, but that's, like, that's a tough bad. thing though. Those guys sometimes they're in oh. they're difficult the, the, spots, mm-hmm. but still nine hours. Like, yeah, well, it was something must have gone wrong there. Hey, yeah, I listened to Mark's Instagram thing, and um, he was pretty disappointed that like no one involved with the event tried to help get them out of there. And yeah, they basically took them driving down there, and they they called two helicopters, never showed up. Oh, they were supposed kidding. to be there. Jeez. It's yeah. such a loose event to begin with. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's such a risk going to do that. Even my cousin went and raced the 250. Mm-hmm. And he said it's just, it's like, yeah, it's a circus. Yeah. But, yeah, it's too bad though. Cade was actually, he was doing really well. He I think he won the... Won the championship. He won the MX2 champ or whatever oh, you call yeah. it. Wow. He won okay. the 250 Works Championship. In the NGPC series or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't know the ins and outs of that series but yeah he was like doing pretty well and then yeah this happened to him and man imagine just being there laying on the desert for 45 oh, minutes. not God, even 45 minutes dude. it took him five hours to even get there to get him back and it took him four hours to get him back oh. they borrowed buddy's plane to get dude. him to san diego and oh, it was like wow oh, holy shit man but yeah as of now he hasn't woken up and yeah i mean it kind of it kind of reminds me of like the dyson fisher thing that went down years ago but yeah hopefully He'll uh, he'll pull through. Yeah, I guess his tough. vitals are promising that he's making progress. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully he he pulls through. That's uh, yeah, man. I mean, like Dude, too much shit like that happens. We in see this sport, like, yeah. like you see it. It's, you know exactly. You see it pretty frequent, but it's like, yeah, they're it. Yeah, but if you you also turn on the news, you're gonna find it pretty much everywhere and anywhere. Oh, dude. Like there's yeah. worse situations. Yeah, dude. It's like not saying that that's not no, a bad situation, yeah, but like exactly. 
you know, you, you, you know, you're, you're, you're walking to work. Home. Like, yeah, 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 the risk, yeah. the risk reward thing. Yeah, yeah. you're kind of. Yeah, for me, the balance is... for me, it's like, man, I we all know way too many people that bad things have happened to, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it happens to, it could happen at any point, but man, but dude, you can, you know. You go to the C train station. There's some, you know, there's some. Oh, sketchy yeah. shit there. <laughs> yeah. like, you see a few unconscious yeah. people. Well, like... dude, yeah, like, there's some sketchy people ripping around, and like, oh, yeah, you know, that's why, that's why you got to do the fun shit. That, like, uh, that, that yeah, is you gotta enjoy it. While you can, yeah, you right? you avoid like... everything that you can. Look at it two ways. You like avoid everything that is dangerous, and then all of a sudden you're just like driving down through an intersection and someone runs a red light and fucking t-bones you. yeah and then yeah. yeah it's like yeah it's you can never live your life that way yeah. but at the same time in the back of your head it's like man i'm not gonna go 100 miles an hour through the desert I know <laughs> it's not actually man this uh just made me think of this there was a shooting uh yesterday i think at earl's on 130th are you shitting me Seriously? yeah in the parking lot Wow, it's just everywhere. And yeah, like a, Dude, that's... yeah, like a month ago, I was having dinner there with like my mom. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. was. Oh my uh, God, just someone got stabbed at Market Mall too. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I heard that. Like, 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 like yeah. yeah, Kennedy, my girlfriend, was there like, like that day it was, yeah. or the day before. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. Wow, Black Friday, man. <laughs> People want them deals. Black Friday <laughs> is crazy right now. Yeah. Jeez. I don't think I've ever been shopping on Black Friday. I just can't <laughs> yeah. avoid it 100%. I, I don't want to deal with it. Uh, I went Black Friday shopping yesterday and today just to get some house stuff. And, dude, it is chaos in the parking lots. Like, oh, uh, I forget. couldn't be bothered oh. to do that again. No, thanks. You guys ever seen the South Park Black Friday? It's, <laughs> it's, so. it's absurd. You got to turn it on after. We can't post. <laughs> A little outrageous, but. Yeah, a lot of that show is. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are you guys afraid of? What are you afraid of, Sam? Um, what's your current fears? Since we're on, I mean, on since the, we're on, on the topic of yeah. the risk and reward thing, it's actually kind of a balance that I've been trying to figure out the last little while. Is like, I'm still fit, I can still do a lot of cool things, but at the same time, when do I kind of move on a little bit with the risky stuff and sort of keep going? I'm. But then you become gay. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> no offense to the gay folk out there. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think my biggest fear that I've uh, been worried about the last little while is looking back and not having a full send mentality on a, not just fun stuff, but like everything, like friendships and relationships and all that cool stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Spiders freak me out too. I'm not a <laughs> fan of spiders by any stretch of Black the imagination. Right <laughs> um, Tarantulas. Oh, I you're yeah, gonna say yeah. something. <laughs> I'm scared of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarantulas. Those things scare me as well. Those other yeah. T-word. Yeah, no, I just watch us get like so big one day that we're just <laughs> yeah. <canceled>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some okay. triggered. I think it's some it's good that it's a little niche because you can we can kind of say whatever. Yeah, it's right yeah, now, it's right? Like no one, cares. No, no, no one that's listening to this gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just be huge one day and get yeah. canceled. <laughs> just, fingers crossed the CEO doesn't listen to this, but whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I don't think he will. I'm gonna send him yeah. the link. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you afraid of? What am I afraid? Of? Yeah. What are you scared of? 
Um, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's kind of a daily thing where it's, uh, it's what's right in front of me, I guess, at that time. You're scared of the moment? Living in the moment. Uh, no, living too far in the past or too far in the future. Right, right. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, but maybe a little bit of that too, you know, like for myself, kind of at a, well, we talk so much about this identity thing and being a, at a bit of a crossroads and, and especially with, with, uh, probably all of us, you know, like we, we had dreams and, and aspirations in, in the sport or, or within anything. And then we kind of, you know, move on. And, and sometimes that's a, that's a hard hurdle to get over and, and uh, especially for myself, like I, yeah, I, I didn't hold back on racing and, and I wrapped up my entire identity into it. And, and so it's, it's like, where, where do I focus that passion, purpose and energy into other things? And that's kind of like a hard thing to sit with when you don't know where to place it. Mm -hmm. And, and so I always try to figure out like, what do I pull out of? or what did I pull out of racing and, and that and, and how I identified myself in it. And, and it may be a little bit too, where it's like, it's like, I like actually Moff and I joke, uh, he, he says his dad has a say in his, he says, don't let the old man in. So yeah, like, yeah, that's a good one. like, yeah, I have, nice. a, have a little bit of a send, you know, or, but, um, well, shit, I can see that in a lot of the old guys around us too. They're still even at, you know, sixty plus, saying, "Don't let the old man in," even yeah, though the yeah, days yeah. are gone. The still racing the yeah. Saturdays, still you know, riding. Even skiing, like some of these old guys, they fuck it. They'll send it skiing <laughs> or whatever. So that's that is a nice saying to remember throughout your life. Yeah, I think too. Actually, one something I've kind of adopted for quite some time is is to is to kind of like what Jared was saying, where it's like you get comfortable being lazy and, you know, like we, we get into the grind of things and sometimes we slide off and, and when you slide off, uh, you don't want to slide off too far. Cause then you, yeah, you get comfortable and you find yourself in a place where you're like, man, like how'd I wind up here? I like, I'm not happy with what I'm doing or I'm like, I feel like I got no drive or progression and uh, you're just, you're kind of like scratching your head and, and it's, yeah, you slid off really far and, and yeah, like a, a mentality I've tried to adopt in, in, yeah, maybe the past like five, six years is just to constantly embrace like this, this discomfort in anything. And so I, I've always had like one rule for myself is to do something that scares me once a day mm -hmm. and whether it's doing something like that actually is frightening, like physically, or even if it's like making a phone call, I don't want to make yeah. sending, yeah, 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 sending yeah. an email that I don't yeah. want to make. And I'll and just, the more you put that off too, the harder it becomes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And usually the hardest ones are like talking to the people I don't want to talk to. And, and it's like, yeah, I'm making a phone call and I'll just be like, fuck it. And then like, Shit, is that how you feel call? about talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I don't know. That's like, that's that's one thing that helps me deal with fear but it's it's really is 
living too far in the future or too far in the past. And uh, that's what kind of creeps up on me in a day is living too far in the past or too far in the future. Yeah. It's like, what, what am I, what uncertainties are, uh, am I afraid of or what things have already happened that I'm afraid of happening again? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good answer. I, like I, get, I guess some yeah. of that could be said of like, I could be just reading into it myself here a little bit about like a little bit of fear of the control over what's, what's mm-hmm. happening. Like mm-hmm. when you say looking into the future, like yeah. sometimes you just have no control over that, even though you're looking into the future there, at least that's kind of what I feel. Uh, that's what I'm feeling out of. You're trying to oh, control yeah. the outcome. There, at least. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And that's, and that that's, is the scary part for yeah. sure, yeah. Because yeah. you're looking so far into the future and then you're trying to control it. And, and sometimes, like, it's a really difficult thing bringing yourself back to the present. And and I don't know, I always found for myself, like, it's it's quite a challenge to do that. And you kind of, like, learn little things over time. Uh, yeah, like, over time to, to do that. And and honestly, one one thing that's... Like, not going to lie, you know, like, uh, we all got our shit. And oh, yeah. and yeah. lately, like, I've actually explained to a few people, like, this this gap season uh, where, you know, you do so much fun stuff throughout the summer and then it, it gets cold and the Dark. sun's lower and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and it hasn't <laughs> snowed yet. So I call it the gap season yeah. where it's, like, yeah. that kind of late fall and waiting for winter to come. I'm just miserable, man. Like, I'm... <laughs> fucking miserable hey, don't yeah. don't don't trip my gap dude <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like it is a tough time of year like you said yeah. The, yeah, i feel like it is for everyone right? yeah. this time of year is sport. tough especially if you're an active person and you like yeah. to be doing things it's like nothing biking's not that good skiing's not that good it's dark all the time like yeah it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah it's yeah. Just, yeah but that was the one thing i wanted to to get to is or touch on was that like what moto meant to me was it it was one of the things that made me present and and we like we what's funny is we grew up with so many friends and and people that we raced against that how many of them did we like hear that they got diagnosed with ADHD or ADD and you could like see it that they're just like a lot of us were all these squirrely kids that couldn't sit still and focus and concentrate and and even with myself, like I'm a chronic o- overthinker, OCD. And the one thing that kind of like brought me back to just mellow me out was going out and doing a moto on my bike. Yeah. And there's just n- yeah. nothing going through my head, but that present moment. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like being in this gap season, not having that or ever other things that do that, like mountain biking or skiing or, yeah. or, mm-hmm. or whatever, things that like draw your attention, it's, it's. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's tough, and so it's, yeah. So I find the dangerous part of, whether it's our sport or any sport, is when you let, when you're doing that activity and you let those thoughts come in during your activity, like you said, when you're doing it, your mind should be empty and focused on what you're doing. If it's not, that's when, I at least in my, my, you know, experience, that's when you have a bad day on the mm-hmm. bike and oh, you yeah. end up on the ground or, exactly. you know, at the ski hill and you just can't get into the flow and you're hitting the deck hitting the deck and yeah so like you said you got to be able to still get into that dead almost dead mind space i don't know what you want to call that yeah 
It's what just a flow state. Flow, 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 flow state. state. That's yeah, how to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's quite incredible. And it, what's funny is like you hear, yeah, like you listen to other podcasts or other people talk and, and they, like they say that there's a lot of people that don't experience that. And it's, yeah. and it's like, I, I find that hard to believe because I experienced it on so many occasions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it comes down to if you've ever done anything that requires your full attention. Yeah. A lot of, maybe a lot of people, yeah. I, I know well, like a lot of regular people haven't probably like, not, I don't yeah. say that like regular people, but a lot of people that haven't like tested themselves or done something extreme. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have never put themselves in that, that situation. If you're on the limit of whatever you're doing. I mean, I'm sure everyone here has felt that feeling when you're oh, yeah. doing a moto and you're just like, everything's well, clicking. It's, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. You're not thinking it's easy. It's not even that's just, the beauty thing. Sorry. That's the beauty yeah, thing no. of, you know, the sport or any sport really yeah. is you, whether you're a beginner an intermediate or a pro at it, mm-hmm. you can get into that state and Absolutely. feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, like you said, how many people don't experience a runner's high? Yeah. yeah. Like, Cause they've yeah. never gone for a freaking run. Like you don't need <laughs> anything to do that. You yeah. can go experience yeah, how you push yourself. Amazing. Out. Even that can be or Well, I think it comes down to three things. It's uh passion, effort, and focus, right? That's yeah. like I feel like yeah, those yeah. are the three yeah. key ingredients to a flow state. Like you need to have all three of those, or else. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Or... No, I, yeah, I, no, I totally. Know sure. Yeah. yeah. Just thinking about how good that is. Yeah, you do. Because if you don't have a passion about it, you're not going to get into that. And it has to require effort. Yeah. And it has to require focus. focus. Yeah. yeah. You know what I love too. Is... Guy in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was just gonna say like what I love too is when you find it in other things. Yeah, and like yeah. especially when like I find it in a work day, and you're just like, man, like I'm on it today. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That yeah. feels good too. Yeah. Where it's like, because that's also tough too. When it's like, when you feel that, and then you want to feel it everywhere, and you yeah. don't. So switching from motocross to your work day, how often do you feel that in a work day now? Like, do you feel that enough in your work day that you can replace? Let's say you're not gonna get rid of riding, but replace the racing aspect of i, I don't know this is yeah do you like, get what i'm getting no at? yeah i get what you're saying and and so you know what's funny is um i've been struggling with that a little bit where like uh, with our company it's we're going through a little bit of a transition and it's tough and especially being a family business and and not really having like set boundaries and job descriptions yeah well. and, and so like it's it's a bit of a battle like you know like with you know, like my mom wanting to retire and my dad's not really sure what he wants to do yet and how much involvement he wants to have, but he's trying to not let that old man in. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. Or scared of what he looks like without, without his business. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Who is he at that point? Yeah. 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 And, and so it's like some days you find yourself working your tail off and then others you're like kind of twiddling your thumbs because like Randy decided to step in and micromanage things and he <laughs> did, did like three out of five things that your job entails. And yeah. then other days he's putting three extra things on your plate. And, um, but lately it's, uh, we've had some things happen and, and it's put a lot more demand on my shoulders and, with that like i love this the feeling of being backed up against the wall because then you just you have to perform yeah and i like that feeling in anything where it's just like it it yeah just kind of like seeing what you're made of like i always like that feeling in dirt biking 
And now I like, I kind of like it in a work setting too, where it's just like, it's just, there's no other choice but to get it done. Yeah. And so lately I've been feeling that flow state a lot in a workplace setting where it's like, it's, uh, yeah, like long days and working from like sun up to sundown. I like, I've had like last week I had four nights of the week where I was working till 11 PM, Yeah, just sitting at a computer, having to like catch up on stuff. And, but it's like the whole time I'm just like, got to get it done and it feels good yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in that flow yeah. and you're in that flow and it's like obviously you can't maintain that for long periods of time because you might you know hit burnout but it's just like it's like yeah i don't i don't know how to how else to describe it yeah yeah i can i can relate to that because it's like yeah in the moment some days that it does suck though like even though you're in the flow it still sucked you know yeah mm-hmm. but that accomplishment after the fact is similar to that of sport where it's like well shit we actually got through that like insanely difficult time yeah and that insanely difficult project and man now it's done it's like that was that wasn't so bad yeah you know yeah Yeah. just like when you're psyching yourself out about that big jump at deschambeau and then you finally send it and you go fuck yeah 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 yeah. well that's true too like even it's a little bit with like my idea of like scare yourself once a day is like you never know what you're capable of until yeah. you have the stress test yeah. exactly yeah. yeah so what are you scared of nate we know we know what sam's scared of um other than black friday shopping uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, that's scary yeah. no i was just thinking about that like um one thing that i you know looking back like when i was racing like it was you know obviously super super sick but it's like i think I I wish I really I took it in a little better than I did because yeah. like dude it was like it happened so quick like it was just every weekend you're racing and then you're like all all of a sudden it's Labor Day weekend and you're like all right well I'm going back to like high school now and then you know <laughs> and then it's just like and then I was you know I was I had a very short pro career for like basically a year you know race nationals for two years West Western nationals for two years and then it's like then all of a sudden it's just gone and I'm in school for the next four years of my life and then that went by so quick and then I'm like fuck yeah. man like i haven't raced for for like five years yeah. like where did that happen right and uh and i think and you know yeah i like to live in I, I like to live you know in in the present a little better and like missing out on like things i think is kind of not really coming up to me but it's like a little thing when we were in tulum it's like you know everyone went went to the town of tulum and like it sounded like it was just a lot of shit happened that night and sounded like a great time but you know <laughs> You know, I was, I, you know, I was feeling sick, but even in the morning, I'm like, fuck, I just wish I, you know, I toughed it out and wasn't a bitch and just sent it. Right. Yeah. And I think I just, you know, I, I'd like to do that a little, little better. Like Sam's a guy who just like, Sam. he's down for literally everything. Like <laughs> yeah. you text him at like 11 PM and be like, dude, let's, let's like go to like Pano in the morning. He's like, all right, for sure. <laughs> you know, he's just like, he's so reliable. <laughs> let's go hit Glen Helen vet. <laughs> yeah. Dude, all literally, right. literally. Yeah. Yeah. Skippy's loading up the trailer. So let's hop it. No, <laughs> no, but like, you know, I, I like to get better at that. Like I'm just, I'm not that, you know, not reliable, but it's like, is there, I'm not that like spontaneous. Is there, is there something right? at home that's holding you back from making those kinds of decisions in your life though? No, I, you know, I think it's like, uh, not, not really. Um, I guess, what what would, what would really be the thing that would hold well, you like back? Well, like for me, like I feel the same way. Yeah. Like, I, I used to want to 
want to and try to always say yes to doing everything. Yeah, right? yeah. Like it was not always possible, but now I struggle with that because of the kid. Yeah, right? like, yeah. So, you got kid, you got bills, you got to work you know, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and more of a career going on than you know back when we were eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, those are the things that hold me back from doing it. So it's yeah. just why well, I was curious if there's something. It, it's it's honestly probably like, you know, working. Yeah. It, like it, it honestly is like Sam goes to Moose like three times a week during the week. And I'm just like, it's a grind. It's just a grind. Like yeah. I can, you know, getting home at midnight after mountain biking. It's like, it's oh, that yeah. rewarding. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Cause it's, it's like, but every time you do it, you're like, damn, that was sick. I'm yeah. so glad oh, I did that. Course, yeah. But then you're up at, you know, you're up at five going to work the next day. And yeah, it's something you, you can down, achieve but... in the long term. Or like, yeah, you do it a few times, a handful here and there. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's still, you know, good and fun. But uh, you start doing that every every day, every night, or yeah. three times a week. Maybe yeah. it does start wearing. Yeah, sometimes or... it, you know, and then you just get kind of burnt out from just, you know, doing everything. But, uh, yeah, it's it's something I'd like to do a lot better. Because, yeah. like, even, like, just the last few weeks, Sam's been biking and stuff on the weekends, and I haven't been. But, like, like, you're playing hockey and stuff, right? Oh, so, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. See, that's the hard thing, like, for myself as well. It's, like, how many sports and activities can yeah. you get involved in before you can't do something you can't right? go play hockey monday bike tuesday ski wednesday you know yeah exactly if you're choosing something different every day of the week as fun as that is yeah that's hard to do over like a period of time and wait yeah. to your kids doing sports and shit, oh shit right? oh yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah because you i have there's so many hall like jack all trades and master and none like right yeah, yeah. literally yeah, just yeah. like so mediocre at so many things but no it's just because everything that's, is everything's so fun like yeah. literally everything everything we do like together is so fun they're yeah. just there's a limited time in the day well, to do it. I think we day. all share that kind of common common denominator of like learning something new and trying to be half decent at it is yeah. is half the fun of it, right? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is. Like just golf. Like, like golf is the perfect. I look at like most of you guys picking up skiing the last couple of years, right? Yeah. It's just like <laughs> none of you are idiots. None of you suck at a lot of stuff, but that first day on skis, yeah. it was like, it's oh, like, shit. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then a few hours later, it was okay, but yeah. like... And then you, it, get, over, it, then you get overconfident and crank it. Yeah. yeah, but like in such a short <laughs> yeah. time span of what it would take, you know, one of us to learn how to ski versus like a... I don't know, it's normal. A person no, who doesn't you're right. do... You're right. Yeah. It, all the sports, right? It's going to take them a whole season to learn how to get, you know, their turns going. Well, I think it's just like, even like just with moto and mountain biking and all this stuff, it's like, you have to adapt. Like even with same moto, yeah. uh, being like from, from Calgary, you get really good at riding ruts and then you have to go figure out the sand. Like you yeah. don't have a lot of time to figure that out. So you become very good at adapting and figuring out new skills. I think motocross gives you a good perspective on like the physics of stuff just subconsciously like yeah. we may not be yeah. thinking about it all the time but there's so much going on on the track when you're standing on the bike how your position oh. what your foot the weighting of every like mm -hmm. every last little detail matters on the bike so much that i think that translates over to like a lot of things well i yeah. think it just becomes like being aware of your like biomechanics in a way because yeah um i just thought of this because i was like listening to Zach Fedechko, Riley's buddy, uh, talking uh, over the wedding there, and he's talking about how he teaches parkour. Like he teaches parkour, and like I think we all kind of take for granted just like that we're all kind of athletes that people are aware of like how their body works. Yeah. And then you see lots of kids that don't do sports, and they're like, it's like can't do jumping jacks. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. this is like something totally foreign to them, you know? Like, yeah. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Can I make a request? Yeah. Can we pause? Oh, yeah. I'm going to piss my pants right now. (laughs) I don't want to miss any of the convo. Is it hard to pause it? Uh, (laughs) All right. Okay, so is is James Dandridge ever making a comeback? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, because, yeah, you guys, like, went to Valley Village and stuff and bought those stupid blazers and suits all the time, is that we should have, like, a a blazer night with the boys. Yeah, that'd be (laughs) be fun. Like, go buy blazers and go out to the bar. Yeah, that'd be awesome. (laughs) That'd be fun. We should do a, a Blazer Valley Village podcast. We're all just like tucked up with the fedora hats or something. <laughs> Fedoras, we could get the yeah. core cap back out. The core cap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. Holy smokes. Yeah, that was a hit in Mexico. That thing oh, made it yeah. home, hey? Yeah. Well, I thought I lost it, but I just, oh, I was just too pinned up. And I just, <laughs> I like threw it like against the wall behind the TV and it was like in behind the fucking cubby. <laughs> it took me like six days to find it. But no, yeah. you could have had. You could have drank a fishbowl out of that thing. No, oh, that, th- that thing's waterproof, man. Yeah, that you, is, that you go swimming legit. in that thing while you're, we were down Yeah, there. dude, we were in the ocean. I was, <laughs> I dunked my head. My hair didn't even get wet. Uh, dude, awful. that was so funny when we went skinny dipping. Yeah. Oh, then the spotlight comes out. Oh, oh yeah. I have never felt more exposed in my entire life than I did the moment we all walked out of the beach and the spotlight comes down and I am buck naked and just this big floodlight is that guy had on me that guy had no fox he didn't give a shit if oh yeah yeah the security guy I, comes down just straight faced and I, yeah care. i wasn't there i i i searched it up on on pornhub but i couldn't find it then like it was so funny we like all get out after the after the yeah the spotlights uh being shined on everybody and then jared and jackie just decide to go What's going on? Uh, so we got some camp. Chris, uh, I don't know if you, if you want to bother with it. There's a fully charged battery over on that TV. If you want to, I don't know if you care to. We could also just use this camera. We're on deck right now. We're yeah. We're no. We're, we're good. good. We just got a little camera malfunctiono. There we go. Yeah, that was. Grab, a... There's a GoPro. Is that one the blue one? Is it got the blue bottom? Grab the other one. The other one's better. The GoPro, actual GoPro one. There we go. Yeah, I think that's probably the problem if I had to assume. Anyways, yeah, skinny dipping. So, yeah, Anyways. spotlight, Sam, <laughs> yeah. what did you say? Well, we know we, like, all get out. Everybody gets out after we've been, like, you know, caught. And then Jared and Jackie just decide to go back in again. <laughs> and, and at first I thought it was Todd and Jackie, and I'm like, oh, God. And then, but, like, later I, I remembered, I was like, oh, fuck, that's Jared. And you just look so hammered, just like trudging out into the water. And you oh, and Jack, man. you're just standing side by side, and the light comes on you. And Jack, he didn't give a fuck. No. <laughs> At least when you're a guy, you can just go like this and oh, no one cares. But yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty out of control. Because looking back, we all ran into the beach or into the water, like not where the sand was, too. Oh yeah. So I'm super oh, yeah. surprised that like like my girlfriend Krista blew her foot apart on the first night. I'm surprised no one, none of us blew our feet I apart know, that right? night. Too. It's, I struggle the rest of the week because i like fucking ripped the toenail off my pinky toe and I was oh like, yeah every time brutal. i put my foot in a shoe though like we're at the wedding we're standing up there at the ceremony and my fucking foot's jammed in this like dress shoe and i'm like ah <laughs> and my feet were on fire and yeah but, yeah i don't know how you guys are wearing like suits that day i was sweating tits and i had shorts it was hot you could have just been like zach deanna and just have been uh tarps open yeah yeah, tar- yeah. Tarps just open. standing off in a bush somewhere <laughs> should chris do we have the capability to cold call zach deanna jesus oh man 
<laughs> do, can we do it, or is it, it too might, much of a fuck around? It might shut us down. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. We'll we'll save it. Might yeah. fry all the cables. <laughs> <laughs> we might overload the server. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shut down Spotify. Yeah. If that back, doesn't get us canceled, we just then. gotta do the. Do you know how to do it? Sorry, if, I don't think anyone cares. There we go. We're good. Um, fired up, man. Yeah. Hi, mom. What are you? <laughs> so what are you? What are you afraid of, there, Jeppy? Why do I have to go first? The well, you're, you're going dude. third here. Yeah, third. Uh, fourth. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe being gay. <laughs> <laughs> like I said earlier, not like gay, like in the literal sense, but like being a pussy. Yeah. Um, be I a see, bomb. I see. I gotta be careful because I don't want to like shit on anyone, but I see people that are like, so you see people that are like in their fifties and sixties that are like still grinding, doing the thing. And then you see people that are very frail and not doing the thing and just kind of taking the easy way around everything. I think I just maybe like being too comfortable is the thing I'm scared of. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just like not, being like not doing things to your full potential not like having something you're super passionate about where you're fully like engaged in like i feel like when you're fully engaged in something that is when you're like the most present right so that's i guess that probably my, my biggest fear is like not being fully engaged and then i guess like kind of what chris was saying too like don't let the old man creep in like it's kind of a combination of both what like chris and keelan were saying to me oh yeah, I was thinking about it. like I think it's like you gotta always have at least one passion that you're on, right? Mm-hmm. People are fifty. Some sometimes people just have zero passion. All they do is they, you know, go to their go to their job. They make money. They pay their house down. Yeah. Um, they get intimate with their wife. You know, uh, once a quarter. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. But like, no, lots of them. That's true. Though. Hey, well, you know, but it's like I think you gotta con. You gotta you gotta do something you're passionate about. Whether yeah. it's like. You know, a little hobby like some like some people fucking love woodworking. Yeah, like, you know, uh, so you just got to do something. That, see, that's again something that you can focus on, turn your brain off, and get into that flow state of yeah. It's woodworking. I yeah. guess I guess that would, that would be my biggest fear is probably like not having a passion that brings me fully present. Like, because I know like a lot of the times you have a passion. Like, like for me, for a long time it was moto, and now I'm like kind of at the point where I'm like man, I don't know if I could go back there and, like, say, like, things that bring me, like, presence and happiness now. Maybe that runs its course and then I can't find what the next thing is. I guess that'd be my biggest um, biggest fear is not, like, knowing to to an extent, like, who you are and what brings you happiness and what what uh, fulfills you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Deep stuff. That's deep. Yeah, we got to digest that one. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Scared of comfort, I guess. Well, comfort is yeah. What comfort is, kills. There's a good. Think. There's a good yeah. thing. Comfort. Yeah. I can't think of exactly what it is, but it's some something like that. Comfort well, I, I, or comfort. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't think of exactly what the quote is, but contentment and comfort. Yeah, you don't want to be like content. The two like being devils con- in life, almost being content, and that's exactly why I quit my last job because I was content, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. like, man, I don't like. There's nothing really more I can learn here, and I'm not challenging yeah. myself. And you know, it's like going back to what we were talking about earlier. It was like as scary as it is to 
go into something new where you're kind of like the idiot and even though you were like super confident where you were before and it's probably more comfortable it's like man i feel way better about myself at the end of the day when i go somewhere i'm like man i like i didn't know what i was doing but i figured it out you know yeah i think that's how you grow as a person too right because it's 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 all in a roundabout way it's all perspective right like where is your tolerance line and where what is comfortable to you right so yeah yeah you, the, sometimes you you just got to be the idiot sometimes yeah and that's totally. fine that's totally fine right like mm-hmm. it's like in the moment you think you're just like man everyone thinks i'm a fucking loser and i don't know what i'm doing or whatever but and uh i guess kind of the other thing i'd probably fear the most is um lose i guess it would i mean it's probably super I'm sure everyone can say this, but like losing the people that are most important to them or not even losing them, just like losing the connection you have with the people that are most important with you in your life. And I feel like when you kind of go through like maybe a bit of a difficult time, you kind of pull back naturally. You just kind of like want to hermit. And then it's not even like you want to distance yourself from people. It's just like kind of what you need to do in the moment. And it feels like you're not like you're pushing people away, but like you're just kind of disconnecting. And yeah. that's, I feel like that's kind of scary to me too. And I, but I feel like there's moments in your life where you kind of have to do that. You just like, you don't have the capacity to, to put the effort in here where you know you need to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to channel it into the right, the right spots. And like you said, some, maybe sometimes, yeah, that means pulling away from some areas so you can put it into a different area, but it doesn't mean... Yeah, I guess, it, yeah. I well, I, I think it's just like sometimes you need to just like, for periods in your life, you need to put all the effort into making yourself better before you can like be your best person yeah, yeah, to yeah. be their, your best friend or your best husband or your best whatever, right? Like your best, yeah. you be the best father you can be, you can be the best whatever. It's like you can't do that unless you take the time for yourself. And it's it's kind of like hard to do that in the moment but i feel like sometimes you have to and even if you don't want to yeah you do yeah chris what what are you afraid of other than life and life itself uh, <laughs> everything the dust the no uh, asbestos are you scared of asbestos <laughs> that one's got yeah. me staying up late at night these days adult <laughs> asthma uh, yeah right um COVID? Man, COVID, yeah. Are we know, scared like, of COVID? A, a lot of the same thing you guys are scared of, like, looking into the future. And I guess maybe not just even looking into the future, but the commitment of looking into the future, too. Like, questioning if you got the capability. Could be, Yeah, I guess so, that, that would be something I'm scared yeah. of. Do, do I have the capability of maybe what the future looks like? And, and uh sometimes the past will show you either side like yeah you were lacking some capability back then when maybe you had a bit of hubris going on and and then at times it'll it'll show you yeah you're you're capable why not why couldn't you do something too but uh i'd say that's kind of this this a little bit of the scary scary thing for me is like either the, the commitment of the future because it's unknown why do i want to commit to that mm-hmm. you know what i mean um, or am I able to accomplish it? You know, I'm, I guess my big fear would be yeah, a lot of my capabilities. But I think, uh, this almost goes back to the same thing we were talking about with like doing hard things. Like, and it, I'm, I mean, it sounds so cliche. Every podcast talks about this yeah. where it's like, <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, doing hard things is like 
develops your human potential to well just like oh, yeah. knowing that you can figure things out right like once you do that a few times and a few different things that you totally you feel like you start off and you're totally incapable and then you figure it out it's like it almost translated into making you think that you can oh you can figure anything out if if you didn't have those experiences you would just be a ball of crippling anxiety because yeah. everything is a new like all every day you're experiencing something scary right whether it was talking to somebody you didn't want to learning something new asking for a raise i don't care what the come up with the the damn thing yeah mm-hmm. um but uh it's the after effect that is really the rewarding part. So if you can't experience those hardships and challenges, you're not going to have the rewarding part of it. And you are just going to be like a ball of anxiety every time something new comes up, even if it's something simple. Hmm. It could be like, uh, I don't know, shit, like people turn into a total train wreck at a driving test, right? And it's like, man, that's a... You're not trusting your abilities. You're just letting your mind get the best yeah, of you. Kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Kind of exactly. overthinking it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that good enough for you? <laughs> I'm marking it now down in my notes. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know, but like this is my first time ever doing a podcast. I was nervous coming on here, and now it's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I had to do it just for me to, A, a I wanted to do it with you guys because I thought it'd be hilarious and fun, but yeah. like, B, just I don't ever do public speaking or talking outside of like a normal conversation it's like oh it'd be good practice to try i mean hopefully like yeah see how it goes and it's super fun (laughs) yeah how many hits from the bong did you (laughs) (laughs) zero man i'm off the weed (laughs) let's fire up the bong right now the the jeppy long bong (laughs) (laughs) the long bong Uh, jeppy long bong (laughs) mahoogie uh I guess that that is like the number one thing for a lot of people of fear is like public speaking, right? They totally. say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like sure. I mean, I was told my girlfriend before I came here, I was like, shit, like people are gonna hear me talk and hear my story. And I was like, Well, I gotta get over that and try it and I mean, worst case we don't have to put it out, but like yeah. put no, it out. We're definitely yeah, 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 we're putting it out. out. <laughs> but I was like Yeah, it's just no, something new to try, right? I knew so. you'd be fine. Like I'm not like a super public person or a mm-hmm. super person that likes to even at like my wedding, I was, but then as soon as you just like get going, you're fine. Well, I think yeah, sometimes totally. you got to be pushed into that uncomfortable situation, and now you are. You got to do something you know? you're scared yeah, of. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, I was. Well, I heard Sam sing "Oh Canada" in Mexico. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard it from the our hotel. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, sp- speaking of public speaking. That was thrown in the deep end right there <laughs> yeah I, Canada. I, I put his name oh, in man. yeah i just remember before we even went over there i thought uh um uh, nate was joking he's like yeah, i can't wait to fucking go sing oh canada <laughs> karaoke night <laughs> all right mexico and then i yeah. heard it all like from our hotel room I'm like oh shit they're actually doing yeah oh, i thought the guy was kidding i was like i heard my name i'm like oh there must be another sam in the crowd out here <laughs> did you guys do it together no, no, I did went you? up solo. And did no it. way. Yeah. Nate yeah. was the star of his own performance up there. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Yeah. yeah. I heard uh, that was piano was quite the star today, oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> Showstopper. Uh, yeah. He's coming on the podcast next. Oh, man. Is it? That'd be. That's got to be live. Yeah. Be <laughs> wild. Yeah. yeah. You'll He's, jet. He wants to uh, rent a rooftop, a patio or something, and do it there. 
Oh, oh, really? Yeah, man, let's do it. Middle I ain't December. Shit, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. December. Probably going to rent a penthouse suite or something. We could do it there. There we go. Yeah. Pack should... up all these wires and stuff. Yeah. Oh, boy. Who's paying for it, though? Not me. <laughs> Not us. Yeah, this that'd be an operation to move this out of. Here. We could do it. We did it on the road. We did once, yeah. Was... Oh, yeah? We've learned a lot since those days. Mm-hmm. Everything's different now, but. I think if we did it somewhere else, we probably have to just bring one camera and just. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got it now. We know. It seems like an operation, but like it's kind of everything's just kind of set up. And we That's just what scares me every time we do this. I got to come over here and figure out how to set this all up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we would. I mean, we'd be lost without Chris. So yeah, yeah. it wouldn't happen. We'd be doing on. Uh, we'd Chris, be holding. We'd talk back the, phone. In the, the the old days with the Mac and figuring out. The aggregate set. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was a shit show, man. Garage yeah. band. I yeah. still have. It those. was Garage band, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I still have those shitty old mics too, sitting at my place. Those mics were better than these mics. It's just the, the software. It's just the digital. software. Yeah. yeah. Software. Yeah. Because we originally we had those mics that would just plug into your phone, right? Yeah. That was the idea behind it, but it worked better to plug them into the computer than we had the big computer with all the cables, and then yeah. it just turned into. Well, the big thing. issue is like trying to have two mics plug into the foam but we couldn't find a, a like a wire that would splice yeah. the two yeah. mics. Yeah. So originally we had just the video. We had the video and the audio were totally separate. So I'd have to go when I edit I had to like I spent hours editing these podcasts. Oh. Where I like I have to like overlay the audio and oh, the, man. so now it's all at least one file. That's yeah. a banana peel. Oh. Oh yeah. I don't know who would waste their time with that. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I spent hours. I spent. I would spend hours on yeah, that's per crazy. podcast. Yeah. Then I would cut clips, and I would. Man, I was dedicated back in the day. Back in the day, back in our prime. Yeah, yeah. when we were young right. and ambitious. We're, we're dedicated once again. Yeah, we are. We're back. 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 Yeah. Second no. wave. Yep. Even stronger. Second wave yeah. of COVID. Just stronger yeah. than the first one. Yeah. You boys looking forward to Christmas? Oh man, I uh, yeah yeah oh yeah. I'm indifferent to the holidays. I think Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys get time off for Christmas? Um. Yeah. Like I'll probably I kind of get the week off after Christmas. Yeah. To yeah. Christmas to New Year's. So not bad. Yeah. Oil companies, man. They don't. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're just like yeah. yeah yeah yeah. We do the same thing. We'll do the week where we'll work the Thursday and then do a like a company dinner thing and then we're shut down till Fuck, New you Year. boys gotta harden up and work through the holiday yeah, you guys are a bunch of I do a work from home I log in I check emails <laughs> yeah you... I ain't doing nothing but skiing and hanging out what, do you, what are you doing for your Christmas party Sam uh, we're going to Joey's in Chinook for for dinner just nice we'll work like a half day on Thursday on the 21st and then yeah everyone go home shit shower shave Meet back up for whenever dinner is and have dinner, hang out, and catch everyone in the new year. Nice. Beauty. So, yeah. Good little crew, just nice dinner. Everyone brings us significant others. And yeah. how, yeah, many, how many beers are you going to have? Uh, it's on the company dime, so as many as I can. <laughs> yeah. Order a keg. Order yeah. A keg. <laughs> I'm ordering a round of shots. You could then. get bottle service. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man, we don't need to go down. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, just definitely no blue shots. So no, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, what are those <laughs> things called? The kamikazes. Yeah, kamikazes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no dice. We were, we were at uh, we went to that teppanyaki place, and someone ordered around a round of blue shots. 
Or was it the green oh, shot? Oh, yeah, Sam. Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> then I had to do two of them because, like, I think Chrissy didn't want her shot. Well, like, yeah, I tried to order the blue ones, and then, yeah, they came out and they're green, and the guy's like, I brought green ones. So. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Still tastes like shit. Oh, on, on, the, on the wedding day, we'd get an order. Sam would order 30 of those. <laughs> we'd, we'd all slam them, and then Sam would be like, oh, I need to take a break. <laughs> two seconds later, hey, can I, can I get 30, 30 more of these? Yeah. I'm like, Sam, dude, come oh, on. Man. I honestly feel like it wouldn't better just to get, like, straight shots of tequila because those things oh, the sugar in those got, things oh, and the dye yeah. and like those I were feel a like nightmare that. Yeah. yeah not my brightest moment yeah, for you... sure but no no I loved it I loved it <laughs> yeah that was was, I feel like Sam was the one ordering a bunch of shots at my wedding too probably uh, uh, Jerry no no my... I was pretty tame at your wedding because I uh, that was the day after I cut my nose oh, open right, with the right. zip, zip disc. disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were I, had, I had the zipper nose. You were tame because of that? Are you gay? <laughs> yeah, dude. I had some emotional trauma going on. I was. <laughs> no, we, yeah. My Every time I turned around, the bar was full of like 40 shots. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who was doing that. But, it was my dad yeah. for sure. But also, I feel like those are pretty watered down because I shouldn't have been alive the next day. I think there's a limit where if you drink excessively amounts of like the same booze, you're almost better off the next day. I probably did 40 shots that night, and I was. <laughs> the science does not. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's Mahugi yeah. science, right there. <laughs> Just drink more, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's why I kept ordering shots. And yeah. yeah. I actually, man, I don't know. I did not get that tanked in Mexico. The only night I got messed up was when we we're. Actually, I don't know who was all there, but we were telling risque stories on the beach. I think oh, it was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Nate was there. You were yeah, there, too. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, I was freaky horny on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we were I getting, had to leave. Everybody was getting fired up. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you guys get sick at all down there? Uh, I was sick a little bit when we got back, just like a light sort of head cold. But outside of that, I was pretty okay. Yeah, me and Dom both got it. It was the flu, I think, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a full like. Even on the wedding day, I couldn't eat anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, but once I started drinking, I was all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine that. Just the hot snakes all yeah. day. Hey, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I, I wasn't. I didn't get out of bed the whole day before. Like I didn't yeah. even leave the bed. You were on one the night before, though. We had a uh, hell of a time. That was yeah, that yeah. wasn't the hangover though, because I was like, yeah, no, for, was, yeah, yeah. That but was it's probably like, amplified a little bit. Oh, definitely hangover, didn't, but... didn't help. But yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I didn't. Do you guys get sick on the boat? No, I look good on the boat. Matt was having a rough go in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the was. boat was fine. I had a good time on the boat. Yeah, I wish we went snorkeling, but dude, that boat was so it was just so fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good time. The ceviche. Ceviche. <laughs> um, that was a good time. All right. Yeah. I got another question for you boys. All right. Drop it. Okay. What's one thing you're proud of of yourself? Ooh. Hmm. Can it be more than one or just one? Yeah, let's go. Sure. Yeah. Is it or a just, top one or, or just first first thing that uh, you really take pride in for yourself? Um, do I have to go first? Yeah, sure. You're first in line. <laughs> <laughs> Going around the round table. This, in a non cocky way, I mean, I can think of a couple of things. It's just you can be cocky, dude. Yeah, no one listens yeah. to this. No one cares. I, I, I'm proud of, uh, I hope Krista hears this. I'm proud of our relationship. It's oh, been nice. five years of. He took mine. 
Uh, Chris and I are real tight. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fuck, that's a tough one. Just keep going with what you're saying. Yeah, elaborate. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's been ups and downs, and I mean, long-term relationships are always tough. Like, you always run into, I don't want to say lows, but comfortness would be, a, and contentment is probably a good way to put it, but mm. uh, to overcome some of that is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. That's a good one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. my welding career has been pretty sweet like i'm looking back it's nice to have i mean when i first started welding i started in like summer of grade 10 it's literally like a summer job to make money to go race dirt bikes yeah um and that was the only reason i was doing it and then to kind of i've always wanted to do the not directly supercars but work on exotic metals and the titaniums and the cool alloys and the end canals and whatever um so to make it there is cool um yeah just i don't know the friends that i have the life that i live like knowing all you guys is pretty cool like Mm -hmm. yeah i don't that's all yeah Yeah. i guess like yeah just that type of yeah yeah, you don't I, have to. Yeah. yeah, I remember when uh, your first gig, um, when you're welding, you're like, really all out. He's just, you know not frustrated, but he's like, I want to, like, work somewhere where I can kind of take pride in what I do. Yeah, I remember when Sam. So, my my dad knows the owner of 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 the place he works at now, on Obtainium, and when Sam told me that he worked there, I was actually pretty fired up for him because I knew <laughs> yeah. it was kind of exact. It was right in his wheelhouse, so yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Sam took mine. Um, <laughs> no, dude, like our relationship's pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sam and I <laughs> yeah. have had a lifelong relation, relationship competitive. Um, but no, you know, my, you know, Kennedy, um, it's just, it's just kind of one of those things where not both, we weren't, none of us, like we weren't looking for a relationship and we just literally kind of stumbled on each other and it's, it's been awesome. And obviously having her family too is like literally like a second family nice it's pretty special you know some people resent their in-laws and you know you know i love them like they're they're just just another family with which i think is like is super special to me um yeah and then uh kind of another thing like it you know stems down to the relationships and careers but you know um going through engineering school it's you know it's not it's not easy but uh you know i was really fortunate to kind of you know, get through it and do really well in it. And obviously have a job that, you know, I, I accepted it and I didn't really know what I was getting into. Cause you don't really buddy up for the oil and gas industry, but getting into it and working it at a, for a couple of years, you actually kind of, I kind of started to grow that passion back that, you know, we talked about, you, you know, yeah. you maybe replace one thing with another thing that you're super passionate about. And that's kind of what I, what I feel like with my, with my career. So pr- pretty, pretty pl- proud to be, to be uh to be doing that and you know i guess enjoying what you're doing on a day-to-day basis is yeah pretty special not that everyone can do that so yeah for sure yeah it's awesome jeppy yep. me next jeppy yeah. the long shot uh, long shot <laughs> i'm proud of my long shot <laughs> yeah, yeah. i wish i'd hammer <laughs> um i guess for me it'd be like um and I'm not saying this is like unique to me. I'm sure I know that everyone has this in them, but it's like, for me, 
something I'm really proud of is being able to overcome really difficult things. And, you know, there's a lot of hard times when you feel like you can just give up and it's not worth it anymore. And, uh, you know, just, uh, being able to overcome that and see the best in things and, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's it's hard, but like, I believe in my ability to get through like hard situations and whether it be with relationships, with dirt bikes, with work, with whatever, I feel like, um, yeah, it might not seem like it in the moment sometimes, but I feel like I'm pretty good at being able to overcome those things and um, yeah, make the most of things. I think people would agree that like you do have a good level of like that determination and grit when, when you're passionate about something, obviously when you don't have passion about something yet, it kind of goes a little bit by the wayside, yeah. but anything you're into, it's like, you've got this determination and grit to stick it out and overcome it. Yeah. Jared actually used to kind of scare the shit out of me at the track. <laughs> like when I was on like, I was in beginner and I see like he was racing pro and like this had a, he had a good moto and I, or even a bad moto. I just see him and he's like, just, like just visibly frustrated yeah and i'd be like i just like go say hey and he'd just be like hey man and then i just i was actually quite intimidated <laughs> he's, he's just like so focused and just like like you said just determined and just yeah, yeah i haven't i don't honestly mean like to anyone at the track that are listening to this that I, i'm like i'm not trying to be a dick i'm just like i'm not really i like i'm not like i'm the same at work too like i don't like socializing with people i'm like i'm there to fucking work yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm there to do my job, and I just like I don't know. To, to me, it's like I compartmentalize a little bit from like my social life to like what I do at the track to what I do at like work mm-hmm. versus like like I've never been super buddy buddy with anyone at work either. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like I'm there. It's to hard do, being yeah. friends with you, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. We're on the job right now. Fuck right off. Is it? This is work. Hey? This is work. Oh yeah, yeah. big big college. <laughs> <off. laughs> I don't know. It's it's strange to hear like because you know, being close to you and stuff like that, like you don't, it doesn't seem like you're, like it would be, it's strange to hear people talk about you like that, like, oh, he's, you know, intimidating to walk up to because like, I guess I've known you forever. I would never think you're an intimidating guy. Like you're, you're just carefree, just, Jared, I don't know. Yeah, I think I just have resting, resting bitch face. <laughs> I definitely yeah, I, yeah, I must. Yeah, but you do have a serious side to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very like yeah. when it's race day, I'm pretty serious. Yeah, and when even when I go to the track to do motos, I'm not like there to hang out and. But you're not unique yeah. to that. Like, no, you walk I know, around sure. the pits and like n- most of the guys in the pits are a little bit serious on race day, yeah. right? Like even Keelan yourself, you can yep. be serious on race days where it's like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. okay. don't don't. Don't distract him. Let him do his thing, yeah. right? And uh, there's there's special characters that don't apply to that. But I think that a lot of people at the track are kind of that way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Chris. Chris. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess one thing that I'd be proud of uh, throughout my life would just be like, you kind of ta- touched on it earlier, but like my, not about me, but my ability to learn and kind of pick things up fairly quickly mm-hmm. although that being said you know jack of all trades master and none it's like okay i can figure out a lot of things but i don't put the time into mastering it necessarily but i am proud of my ability to whether it's like yeah learning the setup of the podcast learning a new sport learning things in school like and every single topic or anything i 
comes in front of me, I seem to be interested in it. And it could be as stupid as a board game, even like pick it up and learn how to, you know, win at it right away until you meet somebody who's really good. (laughs) (laughs) But that would be one thing I guess I would be proud of. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That sounds good. I think you're just having a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, obviously you got to be proud of that. Like, that's probably the most proud thing, but. That's easy button, though. Yeah, it's a like little it's bit. Super, like, yeah. If you're a parent, like it's like the easy thing. Oh yeah, but, I'm proud of being a dad and proud whatever, of but, yeah. learning how to do that. Like I was able to, you know, I guess everybody's kind of got to do it, but learn how to be a dad quickly. Well, you also had what? to do that with working a shitload of hours, yeah. and you had a bunch of other stress on your plate, right? Like that's not easy. Well, you know, even for myself, like we weren't expecting the kid, you know, and it came as a surprise, kind of late into the thing, and it was like, okay, well. Now we, we got to figure out this, and then he's coming, and all kinds of stuff, and like, yeah, the learning journey. It's crazy. It's it's uh, it is amazing when you're like you're kind of like under the gun, and you kind of have to figure stuff out. How much you can put things together really quick, oh, right? Yeah. right? Like, yeah. um, I feel like for anyone, if anyone was forced into a situation where they had to like really figure things out and get their shit together, or, I'm not saying specifically for you, but like if. A lot of people, if their life was in shambles and then they found out they were having a kid, like they would, they like they have the ability to put their life together, yeah, mm-hmm. in ways oh, yeah. they couldn't yeah. imagine, right? Well, it's like yeah. Keelan said, be, having your back against the wall, yeah, like, well, you yeah, have no other exactly. option, yeah, you have, yeah, you to, have, you have yeah. to figure your shit out. Yeah. When you think you're fully fucked, you're only 40% fucked, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. really. Like, somebody would look at your situation and say, Well, there's all kinds of solutions here, let's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard to see that when you're in the moment and you're oh, like, yeah. holy pits, yeah. man, this is, this yeah. is serious. Like, I got to figure shit out. <laughs> but yeah, you can, people are, I think, uh, yeah, we, none of us give ourselves enough credit for like what you're capable of. I feel like, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm proud of all of us for staying out of jail. No, none of us are addicted to drugs and, you know, like. Our, our lives aren't going down that hole. I think that's something to be proud of for, for everybody because there's a lot of people but in life that I, I that's think, the way it goes. Yeah, it's people who didn't have the opportunity to race moto. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but then there's, there's there's the flip side of that where people get hooked on pain pills and it's kind of like, yeah. man, like, yeah. you kind of can't, like, I've been prescribed bottle... Like, I got fucking Welder's Flash when I was just starting. I was, like, 17. Chris drove me to the hospital, yeah. actually. They prescribed me a whole bottle of oxys, like a month's for worth of oxy yeah. for welder oh yeah. And I'm like, this is an issue, man. Yeah, that's crazy. This was obviously back before like things for the big crack was in like yeah. yeah, but like man, <laughs> and I've been like, even when I had shoulder surgeries and knee surgeries and stuff, it was like, man, I could see how you could get hooked on this easily. Mm-hmm. Like I went through withdrawals and stuff, and it wasn't yeah. even from. It was just from taking what the doctor prescribed me. And, like, I see how easy it would be to get hooked on that stuff. How many times do you hear some guy saying, oh, I just toughed it out instead of taking the stuff because they didn't even want to risk it? Like Exactly. That's you know? Nowadays, like, now that with everything that's, like, public and yeah. you kind of, it's kind of like the go-to route these days, I feel yeah. like, but. All right. Thanks well, for sharing. Yeah. yeah. Keelan, you're up next. Story time. Yeah, what are you proud of? Um, man, actually, you know, what's funny is uh, I kind of asked it and then, <laughs> but I was like, cause I wanted to, I wanted to know everyone else's and then I didn't really, uh, yeah, like think of mine too much, but, um, 
I could see Keelan saying that a lot in school when the teacher called him. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't really do think of that, <laughs> but I like everybody else's. Yeah, so. I like all your answers. So I'm gonna take those. <laughs> um, actually, the one, the one thing that kind of came to me is uh, is at least recently, um, uh, well, I've had like a lot of life changes in in the past bit, and and uh, and I I think it's kind of like back to the your back being up against the wall. You kind of see what kind of person you are and what you're made of, and and but yeah, just with kind of life recently, the one thing that stands out is um is I'm I'm proud that I've really adopted. Like I've always kind of been a person that's I've tried to wear my heart on my sleeve, but I've I've never really been that vulnerable with the people close to me. And and I know even like with some of my closest friends, they uh um yeah, like it might seem like I'm disconnected or or I don't know, distant or whatever, but at least recently with everyone that's close to me and and that I you know hold near and dear and that I love and just really adopting this uh this honesty is the best policy mentality where it's like I mean like I've had a lot of things fall apart on me and 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 then some things materialize and 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 you know like a lot of people size you up as what kind of person you are and, and, and even, yeah, some people that are really close to you and, and the, you know, like that, that can really dictate like how, how your day is going to go. And, you know, like we, you got to maintain relationships and, and friendships and, and, and yeah, like keep your network of people, you know, going, I guess. And, and I've just, yeah just been really honest lately, you know, like telling people like where I'm at, what I'm dealing with or, or if I want to do something or don't want to do something. And, and, um, and mainly just from maybe going down routes that I didn't want to go down in the first place. And, and, and realizing if I would have opened my mouth, I probably would have been better off instead of just like kind of keeping my mouth shut and, and letting it trying just, to like avoid a conflict or something like so, that. Uh, was, yeah. And that's that. Oh, sorry. Chris. I was going to ask, are people, are people around you kind of, do you find there's any pushback to you being honest? Like, is it, or well, has it been pretty positive? Well, what's funny is like, there's usually more pushback when, when it's like, if I've, at least in the past is if I've kept my mouth shut Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then people don't know exactly where you stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then it's like, and then if my actions don't line up with where they think it's going, mm-hmm. then they get frustrated. Whether you know, if it's if it's with a family member or a partner or a friend or anyone really. And um, and yeah, I've actually I've always been a person that's that's struggled with with having conflict, and I, I prefer to keep a an even keel with people. But I mean. Like if there's good people in your life, they're they're there for a reason, and and I, I I like to believe that good people attract good people, and they want the best for you. Yeah, and I think if you just be vulnerable, they'll level with you, because like they're they're human too, and and you know like I've always I've like kind of been a person that's afraid of consequences, and and you know like 
yeah, just uh, yeah, the conflict that uh, comes beforehand. But yeah, just lately, just really taking a honesty is the best policy approach to things, and and uh, yeah, like even uh, you know, like for example, like Chris and I aren't super close, but the other day we kind of is a only a short few text messages exchanged, but like talked about something that kind of opened the door with, uh, uh, like us or just like our entire friend group, you know, like, and, um, and it's kind of like it, I don't know. It's like, we, we all kind of struggle with the same shit and, and it's, it's, it's easy to let things just kind of, I guess fall apart without opening your mouth. Yeah, and I think what I think I I know exactly what you're saying. It's like sometimes it's very hard. It's easier to put on a persona than to be your authentic self. But being your authentic self is gonna uh, allow for more connection. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, that makes shitty way of putting it, well, but like kind of what I'm, you know, what I'm getting yeah. at. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll use like. So like I'll try uh, here here's a a good example of honesty is the best policy is like I might not come across this way but I have I'd like to believe that I have a big heart mm-hmm. like I care so deep about every single one of my friends and family members and and you know like even like how like Jared you're saying you seem like you're closed off it's like I know like from the outside I might seem closed off or like I'm or whatever, or a dick, or something, I don't know, but, like, I can know for a fact that, like, I'll use, like, I remember Sam and I had this unreal conversation <laughs> once, and it take it takes a bit to get there, you know, but, like, you know, just, like, kind of opening your heart, and, and, uh, yeah, just kind of, like, having that vulnerability, it's, like, it's, like, I, like, I want to see every single one of you guys, and your families, and, and, like, all of our friends, like, I want to see, I just want to see everyone have a kick-ass fucking life. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. and that's that's my stance. Is like, if if you're in my life, I want to see you have a sick fucking life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that like, you know, one day we're all like old boys sitting at A and W, just like <laughs> talk, like shooting the shit. Maybe there's a microphone in front of us, <laughs> but just like, you know, stoked. Like it's that. Yeah, like we're just looking back and, and have stories and we're just grins on our faces, like slamming back a greasy hash brown from <laughs> yeah. and burnt ass black coffee. Yeah, yeah. 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 Stogies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stogies. Well yeah, it's like I and like for me that's that's an example of like honesty is the best policy and yeah. and uh is just like having an open heart. And I've I'm been lately um proud of myself of just being like you know like this is me if you don't like it like then you probably don't belong here yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. first like to be have a uh, i don't even know what i'm saying but like try to like have a closer relationship with someone that doesn't align with you or yeah yeah you just get just be yourself and the people that are going to be in your life are going to be in your life yeah 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 so yeah i don't know that's that's me like it's yeah like yeah, I got lots of stuff to be, uh, I suppose, like proud of throughout my life. But lately, that's just been one where I'm like really trying to adopt that that mindset where I just yeah, like 
just no filter and yeah, yeah, no shade, no curtain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like this, policy. like the physical, the physical accomplishments in your life are in a sense easier to accomplish because there's like one thing that you can just like fixate on and you can reach that goal. Like, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, you can reach that goal with like emotional stuff like that. It's way more complex. And it's like, there's so many other variables and knowing who you are and all that kind of stuff. It's way. It's like tangible and intangible. Yeah. You know, you need to, you need to know who you are at your Mm -hmm. core when you can kind of be really good dirt biker. And not really know who you are, you know. Yeah, true. That is true. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm not. Can, not yeah. I'm not throwing shade or anything at anyone. But no, you like, definitely can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that just goes with being honest with and like open a little bit because like I'm guilty for this, and I know I am. It's like if you have a bad day or something, you come home and you just kind of mope around. You don't say anything. You don't tell your significant yeah. other. You don't tell any yeah. of your friends. And you just like come off as ghosting them and just kind of is like a bit of an asshole or a dick i guess yeah. right? and i see that i gotta yeah that's something i definitely i do that too but i don't think it's like it's not like i'm trying to it's just like sometimes you just like man i got nothing left today yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. but i think that's where you like yeah. i've been trying to trying to make trying to but like you if you get home or before you get home you at least like let the person know and yeah. then yeah. at least when you're home and you're distant or whatever is going on you can at least like there's more of an understanding maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's not like what's, what's, is he pissed at me? Like what's going yeah. on? Yeah. There's just none of the subconscious or the yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Try to yeah. For sure. Upfront that right away. It's like when your girlfriend leaves the toilet seat down. <laughs> that's what, that's what frustrates me. Audacity. <laughs> Ruins my fucking day. I got to pick that thing up. <laughs> She just assumed my gender, and then I had to sit down. To yeah. <laughs> nah, I just I just pee with it there, anyways. It's yeah. just a nice tight let target. Yeah. Let her clean up, clean up the splat. <laughs> All right. Actually, I got another question. There. All right, let's go. All right. All right. So we'll go the other way in the circle this time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sam doesn't want to hit me with your best shot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Try to fuck me up. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Are, we still rec- are we still recording? I'm gonna make sure we're still recording. Yeah, we're going. Well, okay. How long have we been into this, bitch? We're two twenty-three. Let's so go. All right. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, yeah. Deep into this. Okay. So I guess this is the flip side of the coin. Is what would you consider your greatest weakness? Ooh. I've been trying to work on it, but I would say probably like that. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it temper or hot headedness or not letting the moment affect you so much and let, you know, like try to relax and let it just be. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I just yeah. want to get into it about everything all the time. And now it's like, okay, well, I still do. I try to do it at better times and also understand like yeah there's just no no need for this or that or anything like that now obviously it's not as easy as as said is done um but you know I, I would say that's probably a big weakness I've got mm-hmm. yeah I like it. Also, I'm not good. not good when the ruts on the face of the jump <laughs> and, and the landing of the jump. <laughs> I, I guess for me it would be it's it kind of all ties into what I'm proud of, but it's almost like I let 
when I hit a certain certain situation where it gets me down, I kind of let it get me down too far. But then I'm able to maybe that's part of the process, right? Like just um, kind of like being down and processing it, so you know the direction on the way out instead of like some people can just like they have a shitty or whatever things get them down their things aren't going their way and they can just like kind of be like eh i feel like i really take that on my chest but i i almost feel like that's just part of my process of how i how i deal with things and how i figure my way out of things and it's it's not like i get down for too long it's like i can be like kind of in my shit for a bit and then i can just like like okay i can't stay here i gotta figure my way out of it i guess um maybe that and probably i'm not great at communication that's probably my other thing (laughs) yeah i think that's hard for a lot of guys yeah well it's like i I don't like texting i don't like calling on the phone Uh, it's like yeah that's uh, i would say texting is my nightmare i hate yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, sam texted me twice yesterday didn't reply yeah yeah. I feel like if you got something pressing, just call him. Yeah, yeah. yeah call me. Sure. Or yeah, I'll call yeah you. but if, if like, Sam's trying to pussy out of doing the podcast, I wouldn't reply. Either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, this is trying to go biking, I think. Yeah, yeah you're just to go biking. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for friends, man. Even though I told Sam like six, the last six times he asked me, I don't, my wheels fucked, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you rode Dom's bike when we went around the res yeah, the, so I'm, there's that I'm option. Not, I'm not worried about talking when we on the res loop. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, um, being too handsome, and too <laughs> smart, too damn good at your too job, too good of a smile. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, no, joke aside. <laughs> um, no, honestly, like the first thing that came to my mind, I think is was communication. Like Jared said, like, yeah. you know, when I was younger, I would fucking, I dude, like I'd be on my phone all the all the time, all the time, and like. As soon as I, you know, in the last like probably three years, I'm like, this is such a waste of time. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. just on social media and all that stuff. And like, I used to care about that shit. Yeah. And now I'm like, I, I don't care about it. <laughs> it's almost a bigger waste of time than being on this thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. And like, you know, and I think like, not even just like texting and stuff. Um. <laughs> um but I, no i honestly think like just communicating like emotions and shit too um like with the significant other and stuff <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a dick <laughs> um yeah like, that's that was kind of a weakness of mine and i'm t- i'm for sure getting a lot better at that and like and even just like like you know i don't even i don't talk to my parents that much because you know we're both busy and shit but it's yeah. just something that i really like and even my grandparents, like, you know, they're on the back nine. Um, and it's like, you, you really, I think you, you got to talk to them more than yeah. I think you do. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, you, you kind of, you know, people our age, you kind of grown just, you know, yeah. you're, you're going into adulthood, you're busy kind of getting your feet under yourself. And, and I think you, you, you gotta, you gotta keep in touch with, with, with your parents and your grandparents yeah. a little yeah. better. And definitely guilty of that myself. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I also feel like going on to the communication thing, it's like we've all learned how to communicate over text, but it's all very surface level, right? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. And everything, like, even if you do try to get more than the surface level on text message, it's like it can be interpreted a number of different ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's, there's, oh. we lack like, face-to-face contact totally. yeah kind of right like yep. this is why this is so great and like we're all having a great time we yep. don't do this all the time right uh, 
Like no one's had their phone except for Keelan and (laughs) (laughs) no, but you guys know what I mean. Like, I feel like we've all become like very surface level in our communication just through the nature of texting and how like people communicate these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, without saying the communication that we all talked about, I mean, I definitely struggle with, I guess the opposite of what you said is like being honest. I'm very bad at being closed off if i've had a rough day um and i just like don't say anything and just kind of muddle around a little bit but uh i think my biggest weakness is i try too hard to do the fun things when i don't always need to where it's like i'll work every single like I, i gotta get better i think at balancing time outside of work and play whereas like make play a little bit more casual yeah i think so and i just feel like it's the classic comparison is a thief of joy right where it's like i see all these people all the time where they're out biking or motoing or whatever what appears all the time right and you're just like man i gotta get it yeah exactly you get that sort of let's do this mentality and let's there's 24 hours in a day. Let's use every single one of them. You only need four hours of sleep. You don't, don't be a pussy. Right. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, I think that is coming slowly. Um, but I think I got to kind of work on that a little bit and be a little bit more present and not always be away from the house all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. And then just obviously communication, like, being able to chat with my buddies and my girlfriend and stuff with yeah. my parents a little bit better I think like I think um, just to, maybe to piggyback a little bit off of that is like managing expectations yeah I think I think that's in a long way what I'm trying to say is yeah. just manage my yeah, expectations yeah. of what I want where it's like I don't need to be this this or that I can yeah. do this and this and be just totally fine right like so I think the good thing about communication with your buddies is like all, I feel like most of my buddies are shit at communication already. <laughs> yeah. but, boy, but boys understand that, right? Well, like, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I never text, I text Sam and that's about it. And like, yeah. just when I kind of need something or want to do something with them, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, it, there's no like, we're all buddies. Like, we could come here and chat. And I don't, I haven't talked to you guys in weeks. Yeah. When like, you know, so, sometimes people take that to heart where it's like, oh, this guy hasn't texted me for, a month like are we buddies anymore unbelievable (laughs) you know what i mean he hates me yeah exactly do any of you guys text with emojis like when you're texting no i might throw the old i might throw a thumbs Thumbs up up there there. yeah or like a laughing face (laughs) i was kind of running through this with the wife the other night was like all the conversations between women have all these emojis and this and that to try to get (laughs) you know and it's like to try to get each other to read into it the proper way because they're always scared of um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then we pull up my phone. She goes, "What? You've never used emojis?" And I go, "It's <laughs> whip up like our our group chat between the three of us here. <laughs> Not a single emoji sent. It's like three words. Period. Three words. Yeah, period. Yeah. Like everything <laughs> is grammatically correct. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it's just like it's just strictly business. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the classic oh, like okay, like okay, a y is like yeah, the good mood, yeah, and then yeah, okay, yeah. it's just o and yeah, k, and then yeah. like if you send just a k in a period, you're like yeah, people yeah. think you're pissed off. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, uh, well, I thought kk or like kk was like had like a hint of fuck. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny because uh, my wife was or Dom was giving me shit about this yesterday. But it's like look at our text message train. It's like 
Uh, her text, her text. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> her text. I not okay. okay. I'm like, we'll talk about when I get home. Yeah, I don't yeah, need to reply yeah, to yeah, that. Totally. Oh, half the time when I get a, a text from somebody, I just <laughs> <laughs> I just end up picking up the phone and calling them or waiting until I Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I, we can talk about this when I get home. I'm yeah, not replying yeah. to that. I think the worst part is just like with texting is the waiting for it because it's like if you have a point or a question that you need answered like a right legit away, thing. Just, yeah. just call them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's no miscommunication you get the point across you get it done and it's a 20 second second phone call and you're done right like yeah well i think the thing too like i'm sure you can relate to this when i'm working all day i'm I'm like i don't have time to look at my phone but i can answer a call for 10 seconds yeah exactly yeah yeah. have a full-blown chat during the day yeah no no i'm not sitting there replying to text messages i'm in the middle of grinding this thing (laughs) sparks are flying and yeah oh yeah yeah that's funny got one more to go James Dangerous. You didn't think about this one either, did you? No, I did, I did, I did. Actually, it's a little bit like uh, maybe a combination of uh, Jared and Chris's where um, is uh, I find I'm, I'm, I'm bad for demonizing emotions. So like yeah. demonizing, like being angry. You shouldn't be angry. You should just be grateful. Yeah, or I should just be like, I should be, uh, yeah, like, oh, I should just be, like, kind of cool and happy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so, like, I've learned to, like, demonize them, or I've demonized emotions throughout my life where I'm like, I don't want to, like, I I don't want to be classified as an angry person, or I don't want to be, like, a pessimist, or yada, yada, yada. And... In doing that, I find, like, or I found, like, I didn't actually process those emotions. And then you, like, you know, like, whether it's bottling up being angry, bottling up being sad, at some point, you, there's going to be that one trigger where you just, all that emotion you bottled up is going to spill out and spill over. And uh, so, like, slowly, yeah, I don't know, learning, I'm, I'm, like, I'm bad for it, but learning how to, like, actually, like, deal with it at some at some point well your or, emotions are there for a reason right it's like you're having these reactions for no reason yeah it's there's and it's funny because it's like you you we put up the well actually happy's not i guess it's well it's it's like it's not really an emotion like joy is a yeah. is an emotion but like being happy yeah. is like a state i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. um but we like put it so high up on a pedestal that it's like whoa like what makes you happy what makes in that we focus so much on it that we neglect the fact that we're going to be all these other things at some point too yeah and so i don't know i'm i'm bad for that where i'm just like i don't want to ever deal with those emotions that i just like kind of close them off and so i don't know trying to learn like when to allow them and deal with them or let them flow try to do it on my own time like i don't want to just like blow a gasket yeah. in front of somebody you know mm-hmm. it. well it's hard too because you but. never no one will it's not like a comfortable thing but you kind of have you can't just like if the more you push it off the more it's gonna just bottle up and blow yeah, up yeah. right yeah you kind of have to deal with them at some point and it's just i guess learning how like what's the best way of processing or dealing with those emotions yeah yeah and it's it's actually the that's that's the hardest part is like is like what does that look like and how do you like like to me it's like I'm a very like kind of black and white 
kind of guy and I'm like, well, like, okay, I'm angry. Like how, how the hell should I be angry? Like, do I just like, what's that going to look like? Uh, am I going to like go like fucking yell at somebody in a parking lot or I'm... Kyle or yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Monster. Yeah. Great joke. Yeah. <laughs> Throw my macchiato at the barista or something. Like... <laughs> or just like go hit a punching bag for half an hour. Like, I don't know. And so, but uh, like been thinking about this concept of flow, like letting things like go full circle where it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. you, uh, experience, feel deal accept and then it comes back around i think thinking of that Um, thinking of it in like that kind of way is good because a lot of the times when you're like mad or angry you're like man this is just i'm just like you have a hard time seeing your way out of it and it's like man this is just how it is yeah that makes sense i don't know if that makes sense but well actually i was i was talking to somebody uh recently about this concept of, of like, it's like, yeah, I mean, we, we talk about how like we're, we're like the primal days and we're a primal creature and, and, you know, like in the grand scheme of things, we haven't evolved too far away from that. And they were talking about how, uh, like animals in the wild where it's like the, cause we have parasympathetic states, sympathetic states and, and animals in the wild when, so like deal like a lot of the time dealing with emotions is uh, and especially the stressful ones it's a fight or flight situation we mm-hmm. deem it as like a trying to for it's like it's a trigger for survival and whatever and and uh, but with animals in the wild they have a stressor like from uh, a predator they're the prey uh, uh. and they uh, change from a fight or flight and they basically when they get around from their cycle to become full circle at the end of it there's some sort of like shake or i've heard, uh, I've heard about uh, like a, it's almost like a dance thing yeah, yeah. where like mm-hmm. the animals like it's like they like shake off the emotion yeah. like it's like the emotion uh, yeah. or like this like the it, like of some type yeah yeah yeah, yeah where like, it, like it flows through them and then they let it go yeah and it's like a lot of these prey animals will have like a shake at the end and uh, and so even like i find where it's so true where it's like if i'm like just got this energy and you, you know you feel pent up and uh, yeah you're pent up it's like kind of gotta like go move or something or go oh, yeah. for a run or yeah, even yeah, yeah. like i had it uh, not too long ago where i was just like had a little stretch where i was just getting so pissed off and furious and frustrated about shit and i hadn't really like been active or doing yeah. anything for a while that I went and did a work. I just did like a quick gym workout, and by the end of the workout, I was just angry. Like it was <laughs> like the it was almost like the emotion was like through the movement, and you know, like doing like moving weights around. It was like the anger is like bubbling back up. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was just like fucking pissed, and uh, I guess yeah, no disclosure. I like had to. I like went back into my truck and had like a full blown me- meltdown on the way <laughs> the way back home, just like yelling, screaming, and it was like just like mad, and then got it out. Yeah, and then I was good. That's why I like hitting the bag, like that, like mm-hmm. fuck it. They never you never felt better in your life after just like yeah. hit, the hit bag. throwing some elbows yeah, in a yeah, bag yeah, and yeah. hitting the bag. I thought you meant jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> that too, that helped. Yeah. <laughs> 
to me, yeah, to me, like uh, doing a workout and then finishing off with hitting the bag is amazing. Oh, it's been hard taking yeah. Keelan serious because he's yeah. getting into it, squeezing that little yeah. cock on his shoulder. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying though. That's why like the last little while, especially like I get home, you get home from work, it's dark, you just sitting there for like three, four, or five hours, go to bed, right? It's like that's why I'm texting you guys all the time, like let's go for a bike ride, let's do something. I'm like, even if it's cold out, I'm like, oh whatever, fuck it. Like then when I get home, it'll be warm, and it's just like at least it 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 gets all of that bullshit kind of out of my system a little bit, and I'll just like little hills i feel like if i just push really hard i'll feel better and it's just like i kind of help sometimes and sometimes i get home and i'm even more pissed off but well it's uh, easy too like when you're like you're bagged after a day of work and you're just sitting like it's easy to sit on the couch for 10 minutes when you walk in the door and you're like yeah i can just sit here all night yeah yeah yeah. like you're gonna feel like a bag of shit yeah i think that goes back to my weakness where it's like if i do like when i do that and like i i I know I should be sitting there and kind of chilling, but it's like, I feel like I got to be yeah. moving. Right. Cause you yeah. feel lazy quote unquote. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, you're not, you just work for 10 hours. So yeah. you yeah. kind of yeah. hang out yeah. for two and that's fine. But sometimes. Yeah. You, like, I don't know for me, I got to turn the brain just off for even 10 minutes at there. Yeah. Like oh, turn yeah. it back on and go, okay, fuck. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. Quick little. You need oh, some shit. recharge. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just um, getting fidgety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, go, gotta go hit the Sam, bag. Sam and Nate getting a little fidgety too. Yeah. Like, uh, we're here for therapy. I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are weird. Yeah. Oh, like getting no, this is good. This is it. like it's it. fun because you don't generally do this, right? Oh, like yeah. so, it's it's nice. Well, I think really the first time we had like kind of a deep in depth conversation was in Mexico. Because Keelan definitely spearheaded the conversation on the beach, but <laughs> what were they talking about? I can't remember. No, I think you know, and we're just like you know, even when we went for lunch, like it was it was me, Kennedy, Cash, and yourself, and you were just like asking like kind of deep questions at the lunch table, and I'm like, this is actually kind of nice. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Well, that's just we normally well, talk it's about. This is big heart. It's because you... no, it, yeah. it really is. It was... We don't no, normally man. talk about like just yeah. you know bikes or Eli Tomac yeah. like Surf wheeling and it. Yeah. yeah, no, it's just like you know that's why. Yeah, that's why. Like even if no one listens to this podcast, I'd probably still like doing it because it's fun. Like yeah, just, yeah, like, totally. it feels it's like nice to have these conversations. Yeah, meaningful, meaningful conversation. Yeah, you can cool. learn something out of everybody we talk to at least. Well, yeah. I mean, like how often do people do this? Right? Like, I mean. Sit here every... for three hours with the phones up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like none of us have really yeah. looked at our phones. Like. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember the last time I had a conversation with someone that was more than an hour and we yeah. didn't have our phones out, right? Yeah. Like outside of dinner or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, it's quite interesting too, where it's like, it's social media is so much about expressing ourselves now, where yeah. it's like you have an Instagram page and that's like how you show the world who you are. But it's like, how do you and even is, do that? Is yeah. it you though? Like, yeah. that's my whole question True. with it, right? Like, yeah. yeah I, I, is, but we even do that too, like naturally. Like yeah. like if you were as honest, like you said, you, you want to take honesty as your policy these days, right? If you were as honest online as you are in your real life, would would you be posting a lot more to show, okay, here was this good thing. Here was this bad thing here's my boring ass shit that goes, you know, like, yeah, yeah. cause that's what you'd have to show. Like, this is me. Yeah. I'm, 
I, I have this good shit, I have this bad shit, and I have this eh. I feel like yeah. nobody wants to see that, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. So is it a true display of who you are? And I f- True, yeah. And I, I guess, uh, well, it's funny because it's like, actually, I'll, I'll, tr- I'll do the best I can to like loop this back around, but I, I heard somebody say uh, a few months back that you can view things in very simplistic terms where uh, an interaction is either an expression of love uh-huh. or a cry out for love. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, let's say like I have an interaction with Sam and, I, and we have a, we have a good one and it's like, well, like we, we bond over something and we have a good cup of coffee. It's like, well, that's an expression of, of love. Yeah. And then it's like, well, let's say like we have a uh a heated argument and we get mad and punch each other in the face. And that's a <laughs> it in a weird way, it's like it's hard to see it, but it's like it's a depending on what we were arguing arguing over, it was a a cry out for love where it's like, I'm not getting him, he's not getting me, and we're just yeah, trying to like yeah, see yeah, eye to yeah, eye. Yeah. 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 And so it's like to link it back to the social media stuff where it's like, let's say somebody decides to go pour their heart out on social media and it's, it's a, it's a cry out for love or, or, or yeah, a cry out for love where it's like, they want to feel accepted for their hardship or their struggle. Right. And some shitheads on there, keyboard warriors, chewing them out, being a crybaby. Like, let's say Dean Wilson. Yeah. Like, (laughs) He's he's like man, just can't figure it out. Having tough weekends, blah blah blah. And then somebody's like, uh, typical Dean Wilson, blah blah blah, crying Maybe. about his yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, or or you have the other person's like, hey man, like keep your head up. Like we know, yeah. like it's a tough sport. Just like you'll you'll get the success one day. Well, the guy that's like, you're a fucking crybaby, is. Ex- it's a it's ex- it's ex- expressing his own bullshit and dis- yeah, discontent yeah, with his own life yeah. and he's and he's like it it's almost that's almost like a crowd for love because he ain't getting something in his own yeah. life and he's got to go make somebody else feel yeah. miserable yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. Though, just projecting his own yeah shit yeah onto everybody yeah and and the other the other guy that's like hey dean like keep your head up it's all right that's that's almost connecting with like dean's cry out for love like to his fans to be like hey like i'm doing the best i can accept me like and yeah so i don't know like it's but it's also like yeah it's it's it would be quite a wild wild west if uh social media was that vulnerable where where we were posting everything about our about our lives but it's like what happened to the just, you know, connecting on the bare bones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think the disconnect there is like it's hard to get it's hard to like actually get across what you're actually feeling on social media when you're just posting. Everything almost seems like anytime I've ever considered posting something vulnerable, it feel almost feels like cliche. Cause it's like yeah. you can only get so you can only get so surface it's very surface level. You're only posting that shit for the likes. So well it's yeah. like yeah. it's not it's not yeah. even that. It's like even if you really are trying to like get something across, it's like how deep can you actually get in like a whatever forty five yeah. second Instagram yeah. post or a yeah. photo with a bunch of like you can't really get everything across. That's how yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. get. We kinda had this like 
discussion at the shop actually a little while ago where it's like me and my coworker were kind of had this like idea of like i guess in welding terms show us your tie-ins right which are generally like the hardest and least pretty aspect of your weld and it's not if you can grind them yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) grinder and paint right um but it's like it's tough actually to like uphold those standards all the time and it's like back to the who are you really it's like you're always posting your best tie-in yeah absolutely yeah like i am 100 percent guilty on this of on my work instagram where it's like i only post the best that you can post because it's like if you look out there every other person is posting stuff that's equally as great right so it's like you don't think a shitty yeah you don't want to post a weld that isn't to your highest yeah standard. like it, like it's yeah. still a good weld but it's not aesthetically as pleasing and it's like it's it's almost emotionally draining in a sense to like do oh, that right yeah, where yeah. it's like i ran into that at work all the time where it's like fuck like i haven't posted anything in two weeks but it's like the quality isn't what is expected on instagram so it's yeah. like i didn't share However, anything but it's like yeah still you could educate like someone who doesn't know anything about that though right if you showed them totally here's man this tie-in was not good like mm-hmm. and then you show me a good one well now i can learn the difference of what you know what also, we're looking yeah at and i think and it brings a little bit like more that. of a human aspect into it, it if does, you do that yeah. right because then you'd seem more approachable and it's yeah, a little yeah. bit more open and you open that line of communication for yeah, people yeah. and yeah yeah you just because yeah like posting all of the everyone always shares their best right so yeah. it's like yeah. really what are you seeing you're not seeing that person yeah to a true sense but you could so. even be like this is what 80 percent of t- tie-ins look like yeah i was like out of rod at the end of this one and the, yeah this is this yeah and the hardest part like that i find with welding at least and i mean posting but it's like the stuff that doesn't look as good is still like it's not you can vouch break. for it like yeah. it, it's still yeah. good like it's not gonna break it's still possible right like yeah. it's still gonna work but then it's like show us the vulnerability right so we had this like discussion at the shop where it's like show us your tie-ins and we were kind of both like we should do that almost right like that would be kind of a nice thing to try but yeah and then you can almost get like if you always hold yourself to the high that high of a standard you're gonna end up grinding on a lot of your tie-ins redoing them but yeah yeah, but that's not like it's not good for productivity either to do that like just well that's like what exactly what you were saying and then jared elaborate on that is that it's it's draining you know oh, like I, especially yeah, yeah, yeah people are showing their best their totally. best selves all the time and like what you say comparison is the thief, thief of joy, joy yeah big time. and it's like you see yeah it's like it's it's a subconscious like programming mind fuck to see yeah. people oh. yeah like like chris was saying where they're showing their best selves yeah. and, and then it's like it's like subconsciously, even though you can like maybe look at it and be like, yeah, like I know those people go through shit too. Subconsciously, yeah. you still put that pressure on yourself. Yeah, totally. To meet perfection, to be joyful, yeah. happy. Which not- like there's that is a good thing too to strive for perfection and joy. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it's but like but you can't be disappointed not, if you don't get it. But right? also, here's it's not reality. Yeah, here's yeah. Like, like a flip side to that. Say. So I know we've kind of probably all done this. Say you have, you hit a corner, someone's filming you in a corner. Mm-hmm. You hit a corner five times. Um, then you have one corner where your form is perfect and it's just like, oh, that's sick. But you might have one that your form is a bit off, but you maybe went a little bit faster. You're always going to yeah, post the one yeah, yeah. when your yeah. form is perfect. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's like it's oh my girlfriend's got this poster in the bedroom. It's actually kind of one of my favorite ones, and it's I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's like it's essentially says it's okay to be a work in progress because yeah. not everyone's perfect, and it's kind of like not, a nice thing yeah. to have yeah. that you That's see. Awesome. It's like everyone is going through shit and not everyone's perfect right take pride in those good moments that you do have totally too though yeah you know yeah yeah totally it's even it's even funny too like i i did have a brief moment thinking about us being here you know having a chat (laughs) talking like we're gurus almost (laughs) and it's like you know our future selves are gonna look back on us (laughs) and be like you fucking idiot you think you had it all figured (laughs) out you dumb motherfucker yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that's fine yeah our 60 year old selves are like holy hell like why do these guys even think of that (laughs) and then 80 year old selves be like you fucking moron it's all a perspective on what you know at the time. So yeah, yeah. You, but that's the thing well, is, yeah, you don't just... know what you don't know, right? And it's exactly that. That's like, actually you, yeah. You I, don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And we're doing the best we can with what we got. Well, I really yeah. like that quote. I feel like that should be the title of our uh, podcast. Here is it's okay. It's know. okay to be a work in progress. I yeah, like that. oh, that's yeah. true. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's really Moto cool. Pod turned into a therapy session yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think it's like as soon as you stop learning something. I think that's like when you start deteriorating. Yeah, yeah that's you know, start, like yeah. that's when you start losing your yeah. mind and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. So you got it. Oh yeah. Well, and that's what happens to a lot of retirees, right? They yeah. stop yeah. learning and they just yeah, yeah you yeah. lose a purpose you know? and you yeah. don't oh, don't know what you to let do. you let that old man creep in and then it's just what I think I heard a good quote on a podcast. I can't remember. It probably is something a little different than this, but I think it was like the moment you start you stop working is the when you start dying. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta work till you're no, like (laughs) so we never retire. No, but just no, no, you gotta work on something. Yeah, it's like the passions, right? Just you gotta transition your passion. Fuck, go take up gardening. Just have something Something. to change, right? Like have a have a carrot. Always something going on. So start a podcast. God bless something. God bless. No, but yeah, you gotta yeah, gotta keep working. Oh, feel feel the journey. Yeah, this is a long. Oh yeah, we're almost three hours here, boys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Felt like Man, that minutes. was awesome. That was. You uh, got a game to get to, don't you? I got to play hockey tonight. Yeah. What time? Uh, ten o'clock. Where at? Holy shit. Airdrie. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. You got to get. You got oh, I got, I got lots of time. But what? Uh, what else is on anyone's? Anyone yeah, got, got any? Something else? Keila, I got actually, any more deep questions? I, I forgot about something. Yeah. It's going That's through my life story. Yeah. yeah. It's probably one of the coolest things about me. I was a Zamboni driver for a year. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> this was peak date right here. I. When I was a kid. That's what I wanted to do was Zamboni yeah. driver. I would have this little trike that I would rip around <laughs> the kitchen. Oh, and I would just Zamboni the kitchen on this little trike. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's nice. actually like, like it was a good, it was when I blew my ACL up, um, which was funny because I blew my ACL up at, at Paula and I literally went to the pits and it was fucking Dom and Jared were like pitted right across oh. the way. <laughs> and I remember I was like, I was fucking so pissed off because I knew I injured myself. And my dad was like, it was our, whatever, third day at, at in Cali. And my dad was just like nowhere to be seen. And I'm sure he was, he was fucking probably found just, Mitch Payton in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, what the? I was like so pissed off. And I got, I remember I got mad at him. He's like, what do you mean? I was just like walking around, whatever. But yeah, but yeah, so Zamboni driver and. Yeah, that was uh, That's a little fun sick. fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's game. easier. It's easier than you think it is. Yeah, it's actually pretty easy. <laughs> Wait, Drifting around the island. Yeah, yeah. Wait, sorry. So you became the Zamboni driver because yeah, because I, I oh, basically okay. took so I like that. yeah, I, I basically took the winter off because um, I tore my ACL up. I wasn't training or anything, 
You did that in uh, Crossfields or where? Yeah, in Crossfields. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Act the Pete, man. Yeah, Pete Nader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's good. I'd and be you proud go, of that too. Right. Yeah, it was fun, but it's also like. You know, you're just cleaning up the whole arena. I was going to say, how's cleaning the dressing rooms? That's going to oh, be nightmare. shitty. They're just, dude, it's honestly, it's like the, <laughs> Every the, the dude just harking oh, oh, <laughs> Yeah, dude. Um, cleaning oh, dude up, and this, you're and cleaning the, up the, the pubes out of the shower. Oh, oh yeah. The, par- the parents were nightmares, dude. Like, oh. Did you guys hear the craziness that uh, Hockey Calgary banned showers for like hockey now like you're not the transgenders and stuff yeah Yeah, you're supposed to come to the dressing room half dressed with like your lowers on yeah so you don't get dressed essentially in the dressing room yeah i know i'm not sitting in the car with my fucking hockey well yeah you get made fun of back in our day like yeah if you showed up with the gear on man you get made fun of the whole time well so why can't they just have the well it's no different having a girl on your team back yeah you yeah girls yeah yeah but now you're you're making a distinction between genders and that's problematic and the non-binary dressing room huh Yes, wow. it's getting wild. That's yeah, crazy. it's a wild world. It's a crazy this world. Is, we're in the wild west right now. For There's sure. a yeah. lot that could be said about a lot. Yeah, we yeah, should probably true. not get ourselves. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> we say that every time. We yeah. should probably, <laughs> even though we want to. And then we'll get yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're just comfortable bashing on the gays tonight. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gays have thick skin at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can take it. Oh man. Gays are fun. Yeah, I like gays. Yeah. Nothing against gays. No, not yeah. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leaves more chicks for the rest of us, right? Yeah. Uh, some uh, yeah, now they're again. now they're transitioning. So who knows? <laughs> what do you do? All right. Yeah. yeah thanks, boys, for being thanks, here. Thanks, yeah, yeah, thanks for having us, boys. That was fun. fun. A lot of fun. God bless. God bless. Just disclaimer: We love gays. <laughs> <laughs> and trannies everybody well like, then on the record we love everybody I have hey personally I have a big heart I love all of them everybody love everybody yeah, yeah. Elo or whatever it's called Yelly Yelly 